basically do it uh, cro- almost chronologically, like start from how you guys get together and like tell the story essentially of you guys. Because I listened to the one you do with Switch Cities, and it was kind of more about uh, the product that you were working on. So I think you guys did a good job of that one there. So this one, I think, was to tell the whole story. That's one of the things you guys were talking about too. Is like someone needs to do the documentary and tell the story. Yeah, for real. So that's what we're trying to do here. Is like, yo, let's lay it all out. Like, how do you get together? How do you shoot the video in the park? All that shit. So, uh, Steve, can you hit that door close up there, bro? Yeah. Did you take me out of this world? No, no, no. I'm just playing, bro. I'm just playing. Uh, we're recording, man. And if you don't know, now you know. Welcome to the Now You Know podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Carvello, along with my co-host. C-L-E-M-E-N-T. Uncle Entendre, a.k.a. Chuck Fetz. The team, all three of us assembled. Your drunken uncle. (laughs) Charlie Fett in the building, all three of us together. And we have special guests today. Shades of Black, The Shades, whatever you want to call them. They are all three here. I'll let y'all introduce yourself so they know the voice. They can put it all together. Everybody, it's your boy Big. It's me, Eclipse, aka Bad Manners. Your boy Len Bowen, the Big Dreamer. <laughs> there you go, all three in the building today. Yeah. And we're going to tell their story a little bit today. Uh, let's start off with how do you guys get together? How do y'all like know each other to get together in the first place? So, Basically, we've we've known each other all our lives. Literally, um, I've known Biggs. I I recollect knowing Biggs around like five or six years old, like grade one, John M. King in the West End. We found out later our our mothers knew each other when they were both pregnant with us. So we've known each other all our lives. Literally from the womb. You call each other cousin and, and confuse white people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it works for us, absolutely. Yeah. I've known Bad Manners since about 13 years old. Black Arama, if you're around them Words. times. Yeah. Um, yeah, all our folks know each other. We grew up um, Jamaicans. Bad Manners is part Bayesian, just the West, uh, you know, um, the West Indian community. Yeah. So that's how that's how we that's how we know each other, man. We grew up together. We me and Biggs went to high school together. Um, I used to reach out to EK on the weekends because I had family out there and, mm-hmm. and me and Bad Manners and, and my cousin Marvelous would hook up and just, you know, kick it out there and do what we do. That's how you come together. So then, yeah. uh, at, for y'all coming up uh, in terms of music, uh, a lot of music in the household. Do you come from a musical family, or are you guys the, kind of the first ones carving out uh, a living in a, in a hobby in music? Well, I had older cousins that were were into. Um, well, growing up, you know, Jamaican household. There was a lot of reggae. There was a lot of, you know, Yellow Man, Bob Marley, Tiger. You know, um, not that Tiger. <laughs> not, no, just no, to be no, clear no, 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 a, a different generation you know there's a there's a lot of dance hall and sky and 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 you know music like that and then getting into our teens hip-hop we had older cousins that were into it i had a cousin 
Um, he has his show, Dancehall Fever, Chubby yeah. D. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, he went to New York one summer. We got a lot of family out there. I go there every, every summer um, pretty much all my life. He came back with like... Big Daddy Kane, mm. um, Long Live the Kane, Heavy D, Big Time, Biz Marquee, Going Off, MC Light, Light as a Rock, All Damn. on Wax. He brought you know, hip hop back. Yeah, he, he brought it back, and, and I was, I was, I was so young. I was like, whatever they liked, I was into. I listened to, and that I, I was listening to shit before that, like Salt and Pepper, LL, but that shit was. Like, to put it into perspective for people who don't yeah. know Chubby D, like, he's been running uh, a radio show for one of the longest running radio shows yeah. in the city and, like, UFW. heavy in the game. Yeah. So he's the one bringing this stuff back to you. Yeah, to he's originally a hip-hop head, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. we're all Jamaicans, so, you know, <laughs> you know he, he's, he's back to his roots, roots mm-hmm. right now, you know, but that's basically, they, they basically turned me on to the game and... And and I got hooked, you know. Perfect. Yo, that's the that's the yeah. beginning, the building blocks, Big Daddy Kane, all of that. How about yeah. for you guys? Same same kind of story, or how how does it in, in, interact in your life? <clears throat> well, yeah, music. You know, you usually start off with what your parents hit you yeah. with, right? And then uh, as you start to kind of grow up, you start to grow into your own your own vibe. So it's almost like from the early days of it being reggae to to turn it into to dancehall. You know what I mean? R and B and all that. It's that same sort of flip, right? But for us growing up. Um, we were always around each other, and it's like you gravitate to the to the, to, to the flex of the time, more or less, right? So, um, Len's always been, he's always been rapping, like, always rapping. <laughs> so, it was like, uh, at the time, as a, as, a, as a group of, we were slowly starting to form, I was like, dancing at the time, like, that was really, that was really where the flavor was, right? It was like, mm-hmm. it was like, there was yeah. a dancer, then there was like the rapper, and then the DJ kind of thing, right? It's time past and things kind of changed, but uh, I started to, uh, had to put away them dancing shoes, <laughs> pick, up, pick up that mic, and it was like, all right, let's, let's put this dance shit away, and start, uh, start rapping, and it was like, uh, I was kind of, in the earlier earlier days, I was kind of like, I was fine with being like, almost like the Easy e kind of guy, coming in and cutting out, like I wasn't yeah. trying to be on every track, and, and uh, you know, Scotch was like, yo, you got to do some more, and I'm like, no, 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 I really no. don't. <laughs> Not really. So yeah, I was it really reluctant. You. Yeah, yeah. It says you. My verse stops right here. So, uh, and, yeah. and if you ever see these guys, Biggs is a lot bigger. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you might be. Uh, you might listen to him. I was like, yeah, but he wasn't hearing it. He wasn't hearing it. He still isn't hearing it now. So it is what it is, man. But uh, yeah, it was really organic uh, how we all put it together for sure. Yeah. For me, I was just into music, but. I don't know. We lived in the EK, so it's kind of different. We lived in the low rentals area. So my uncle was a banger. He was probably the only black. Everybody knew my Uncle William. He was the black banger. <laughs> Will. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Willie. <laughs> you know, everybody. He'd just go get, you know, get drunk. I'd wake up. I was, what, five, six, have parties in the house, whatever. He was taking care of me. So I was, I was into Rush okay. and all Rush. that kind of stuff at yeah, first. Yeah. Rush. Iron Maiden. And I just, I don't know, I just, then reggae, obviously, dance hall and all that, but mm-hmm. I just found LL Cool J and hip hop, just stumbled and I kept listening to it. Over Wasn't and through over. Uncle Will? No. Uh, Uncle Will Uncle say, tell Will you, tell you, he was like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> he uh-uh. just tell you, rap is crap. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Rap, <laughs> he was one of those dudes, man. Rap is crap. Oh, I got you, I got you. Rap is crap. <laughs> Fuck so, it. So, where does that start to come in from? Where does LL Cool J funnel oh, in? Oh, LL? Yeah, where does that funnel in? 
Like, Do you remember uh, Much Music? When Much Music first started out, you yeah, couldn't yeah. get they those. Uh, music? Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't get the. You couldn't. I, we didn't have. We couldn't get the uh, videos, right? Yeah, yeah. It's scrambled, but I could hear the music. So Yo, I just listened fly. to the music, but I couldn't hear it. But you, can, you remember those days where you can just listen to the music? And I was like, what is this? So I started listening to it. So that was my first rap tape. Was that like Cool go. J Bad? That's wild. I was playing hockey with my friends, and my mom brought it. And then when, she, when I played it over and over, and she finally heard some swearing, she was like, what? I was like, you bought this. She's like, what are us? They didn't have no parental guidance or nothing on there. So she heard me saying, I never met a motherfucker who could do that. And then she tripped. <laughs> she tripped. <laughs> so it was her fault. But that tape never, that tape never came back. Yo, there you go. So uh, I, I feel like in, in listening to you guys tell your story, like through Witch Belief, and I mean, it, it seems like Len is kind of the, the driving force uh, sure. to, to getting everybody together and getting rapping. Is that the same case for Shades of Black and like how you guys start actually laying down records? I would say so. Because, like, uh, he always had, like, a vision long before <laughs> there was... Because, like, like, right now, people, you can hear about some people, like, oh, I want to be a rapper. Because they, they see, like, the monetary gain in it. You know what yeah. I mean? see the yeah. fame in it. You got to realize it was, like, uh, essentially when you were rapping, you're rapping for the same group of people that are here right now. It was, like, four yeah. or five people, maybe 10, 20 people max that were really yeah. going to hear what you were going to do. So if you were going to do it, you were really just doing it because you kind of wanted to just rep what you knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there, was no, there was no next step. So, but he knew from early. I think one time he told me when he was like early, like elementary age. When you only ask you like, what do you want to be? You know, Tommy's like, I want to be a firefighter. Yeah. Like, he's like, I want to be a garbage man like my dad. He's like, I want to be a rapper. I want to be a rapper. Mother, early. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's a that's a risky thing to that's say. That's a big yeah. statement. That's a big yeah. statement because yeah. at that time it wasn't like. No, rappers was not really a job athlete. You know no, what I mean? It's not no. something that you could look to see, no. right? The genre like was you're, you're talking about, like you're seeing it and bad. it's blurred yeah, on the screen, much, right? Like, much. I don't have that channel. I can't even see it now. No. It's like everybody's got a phone in their pocket. They can find yeah. a rapper. Everybody no problem, has a SoundCloud right? link. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's got a SoundCloud. Yeah, you know, that's a that's that that's a that was a big deal, right? So from early, he was like, "Yo, we can we can do this." You know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, "Okay, well, I don't mind doing it. We'll see how it is." And I was all right at it, so it was like, "Okay, I I can hit it." And these guys were like, I remember they used to always clown on me. They were like, you East Coast or West Coast? And I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I didn't even realize there was a coast there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, so who do you like? And I'm like, well, I like NWA. You know, I like Pac. I like, uh, like Digital Underground. They're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you West Coast. <laughs> you West, yeah, you West, yeah, you West Coast. Coast. I'm like, really? Really, fool? I'm a West Coast buster? Yeah, your slang's mad different. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I was like, I had no no idea. So it was like, even just mixing all that together, it was, it was fun, man. But uh, yeah, he was always having a vision. He's like, this is the kind of track we're going to do. This is how we're going to lay it down. And uh, he just kind of always knew what it was, was, man. He was like the captain of the team, right? So we knew, uh, like I said, he had a thought. And um, we just kind of ride with it, man. Went with it. All right. So, so flipping it to Len, uh, how what makes you in elementary school be like? I want to be a rapper. Honestly, to, to keep it one hundred, man, it was the first thing that I felt like I was ever good at, like really good okay. at. You know what I mean? So I just, I just held on to it for dear life, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I just had this vision, and I saw something in my buddies, and. There were dudes before us, like, there was Hard Edge Posse, State of Mind. These were uh, rap groups in the city. They were, they had sponsors. They were going on the road doing shows. They were in studios. So we were, like, 
on the on the last on the witch police, we were like, um, bad manners said something like we were the youngest in charge, and we weren't saying that to be cocky or anything. It was like we were in spots where we had no business being. Right. We were way underage, <laughs> yeah. but because. Because we had like older cousins and we were nice, we got a pass. So we were in, we were in, we were in socials. They don't even have socials, you know. We were in socials in all these places where we were underage. We were on boat cruises where we were underage, and we were we were able to perform and interact with people that were way older than us and get their respect and and everything else. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And that feels good, man. Especially Hell yeah! Like when you're that young, you're Hell like, yeah. a getting into the party is dope. You know yeah. what I mean? So even being there is great. And then yeah. you rap and everybody's like, yo, you could fucking rap. Exactly. That's that's gas. Until, <laughs> that's gas. until it was time to get paid. <laughs> then all of a sudden, prior to that, it was like, yeah, you young guys, you guys are doing your thing, man. You guys are really good. A lot of people coming out to see you. That's really, really nice. And I was like, okay, yeah, we did our thing. They're like, wow, you guys are really good. Okay, okay, well, it's good seeing you guys. Maybe, maybe we'll get you back out next week. I'm like, uh, so where's that money you guys... You know, yeah, you guys talking about yeah. they were like, and they were yeah. like, nah, they ain't, they're not gonna really, you know, we're not. That's not gonna work out. And I'm like, no, that's gonna work out. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said earlier, Biggs is a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, the, the weight you came. also have like the quiet subtlety of like you like no, you're not like rah rah like you're just like yeah. I'm gonna need that money. No man, we're gonna <laughs> like, I remember it wasn't far from here where we it was like literally down the street, man. Where oh, the, it used to be this spot called Whispers on the corner. Okay. It was like the popping club, and you know, back then to us, we we're just young and naive. Just getting your name on a flyer was yeah, a yeah. big fucking yeah, yeah, deal. For real. So, you know, they'd have us come out, do a show, promoter, friend us up, give us a drink at the start. Maybe you'd get some food or whatever. Mm-hmm. You perform, you get off stage. It's time to square up, and nobody can be found. And you're on the you're on the phone with these guys for a week. You're running these guys down for a week or two after the show. Everybody's got a story, and, and that that's and that started. That was like a trend back in the days, you know. Um, no matter where we performed, that was kind of like a trend. But it got to the point where you know you just had to demand your respect and and let people know you're not. I mean, that's really like what infrastructure would have existed for that. You know what I mean? Like, there's not really cats coming in and doing rap shows. That have laid the foundation to be like, oh yeah, when that guy's done, we have to pay him. They're like, yo, maybe we don't have they to pay this were, guy, they, they right? They, they, were doing they, you could, a they could pull us, like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. stage a platform, yeah. and you're like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm entertaining your whole spot. People are drinking. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like this. I feel like show. this guy was like the John C. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can remember how that same thing happening when Winnipeg's most first started. I'd be like, great, they do the same thing. Wow, great job! Like talking to me like I'm like like yeah. like a kid. Yeah, and then John C. would be like. Where's that money? Yeah. And they were like, money. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. Oh, the manager went home early. His, his yeah. wife was saying, I'm I like, can't get into the till right now. Yeah. Like, you can't get into I guarantee you, if I had a mask on, I can get into that till. If I turn around and I got a mask on, I can get into the till. So how about we just skip all of that and just pay us? Yeah. But we were so young, you know what I mean? And we were yeah. so young. And they're like, you're looking at me now, but like, yeah, 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 at yeah. 130 pounds, it was like, they were like, oh, we could do this. And I'm like, at 130 pounds, I was an animal. You know what I mean? I was, and it was just, I just felt like we would get disrespect on a regular basis and you I'm have like, to set the precedent because you, you do because yeah. especially with club owners and i'm not sh- saying that like in a bad way it's like everybody it's a business man you can't be bullied if, if you especially if we already kind of like talked about it yeah like back then it was no contracts it was a lot of like hey come through on the friday we'll make the poster da 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 right yeah. and you were just happy to be there yeah. to do it but at the same time you're like yeah. 
These guys, I'm, I'm I they were front yeah. like, I cared about being in the club. I'm like, as soon as I put the <laughs> mic down, I'm out of here. Yeah, you know I, mean, I, mean? I don't, like, I don't, I don't, I don't need to be here. So I'm like, here for this. It's just crazy times, man. I'm pretty sure they were like, well, we'll just get him drunk. He's the nice guy. <laughs> 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 and then he'll, well, he'll huddle the boys up and tell you, yeah. hey, yo, calm we'll down, work it out. Down. Don't worry about it. We'll come back. We'll get paid again. So it'd be like, feed Emerson all the drinks, and then he'll calm them down. No, but Biggs wasn't having it. <laughs> no, but if you think about it, like if you guys were still doing it and you were getting the same sort of drama yeah. that we were having when we were like young, and these guys were like yeah. set. You know well, what I mean? They came through and a few of them rapped. Yeah, we were like, and the other guys were like <laughs> not there for rapping. You know what I mean? So I'm like, if you're gonna try them seriously, you ain't got no security. Security's like, we don't get paid for this. We don't get no, yeah. <laughs> literally, the pyramid security would always do that. Like metal, metal Mark yeah, at the yeah. pyramid. He's he would like literally every show he'd be like, guys, listen. Last time, yeah, it was always a last time. <laughs> yeah, like, last last time. time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you make them money, so what are they gonna do, right? Yeah, well, they, yeah. yeah, yeah. They like, but they still try to play you. That was the crazy thing. We rolled in forty deep, yeah. with Goonies from the north yeah. side, and they were still like, uh, like. I can't find Dave. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck you mean? I just saw him. Yeah. Where is he? Yeah. Like when he sneak out the back that's, door, he's like, that's it, that's it, man. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the greed oh, of the game. Right. That's his cue, yeah. That's, that's the, the greed. That's the greed, right? So it is what it is. What clubs were around when you guys, like you mentioned uh, yeah. Whispers over here. Yeah. What was like, where, where were y'all, like where was, give me the three that were like, the, the regulars. There At was, least fun to play, maybe. There was, um, there was a bunch of clubs. There was Stripes. There was Strawberries. There was Lime Tree. There was... Uh, teen, teen, <laughs> there was, like, uh, teen clubs where, like... Because dancing was teen really the clubs. thing. Yeah, that like... Yeah, like yeah, the, the dry no, that, that shit dried was, up. Yeah, there yeah, was a club a called Flipside on Regent. Yo, if you, it, it was like you could compare to, I don't know... Uh, yo, if you if you were somebody, you were in there, and you knew okay. this is how serious people took dancing back then. If you got caught looking at someone's feet <laughs> while they were doing uh, a routine, yeah, yeah, that could that you could get knocked out no cold after a club for that shit because because they, like they, yeah, yeah. they were like they were like yo you you trying to you trying to you try to you you try yo you try to cop you try to you try to Learn Yo, my I shit. See, yeah, you only trying to bite my style. Right, but wow. keep in mind, keep yeah. in mind, we study. We we weren't we weren't old enough to be in that place. Yeah, yeah. We were like, we we weren't supposed to be in that place. They they were the teens. Yeah. You get it? So just to correct it, we yeah. Anyways, yeah, man, that's a. Those were the spots, and you could make a name by coming up with a a dope dance routine or just dropping a hot verse. And that's really how I got known because these guys were way older than me and Chubby D and, and his brother Barfly, I would be basically under them and I was a rap junkie. So I was ended up rapping against these guys who weren't taking me serious because I was so young, a little kid. And then I'm embarrassing people mm. because I'm a little kid <laughs> and they're realizing... Their shit is basic compared to this little kid. Where the hell is he from? Yeah, yeah. For real. So before and you you're raised off rap, that's what they don't realize, yeah. right? That's like the new breed. That yeah, was that was, that like, was I, like, I, I, you were raised by lyricists. Yeah. 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 So you had dudes, and I'm I'm stepping up to dudes who, my cousins are like, do not say anything because this is good. They're gonna embarrass you. I'm like, I have nothing to lose. I'm 13. <laughs> 
I don't give a fuck, so <laughs> I'm... <laughs> 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 Yo, that's too real though. It's too real. So there were dudes like Robbie Dose back then. This dude was like a god to us. You know, there was Chris Knight. Um, wow. He calls himself Escalade. Wow. These guy, I came up on it. This guy literally. Man, I gotta write these names out. These us, got other people took that us, I need to talk to. Took us in. Took me and Bad Manners in the studio for the first time, and recorded us. You know, real to real. Where, where is what studio is this? Like, this is LRN on. It was called LRN Studio. It's on Portage Avenue. A guy named Tony Luckman. And you're and running tape. Real to real. Yeah, real exactly. to real. real that I'm, made, I'm just trying to explain yeah. it so that the oh, kids yeah. don't. Okay, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I know what you're saying, but like. I don't think that's understood. Like, there used to be a time when you you record. It wasn't didn't just go into your right, iPhone right, or your right. MacBook. Yeah. Like, analog we're recording games. to tape. Analog like, games. and that costs money. That yeah, that costs money. That's what we yeah, were saying. Yeah, the barrier. Yeah. The, there's no barrier of entry now. For real? Like before, yeah, there was whack music, but I mean, not to the amount that it is now because it costs so much to get you in a studio that if you were whack, you were weeded out quickly. Yeah. Unless you're funding it yourself, unless you're you got deep pockets and you really really want to chase like, this, someone shit, has to believe. Someone's in you. paying you. Yeah, someone that's what I'm saying. Like it was, there was a, it that far. There was a there was an entry. There was a door. Yeah. There was a gate. That's what to, I want to pay, pay paint that picture. Is that you know? like wh- yeah. when you say that uh, that's the first time I'm going to the studio? Yeah. That means something. Because now yeah. it's like, yeah, I went to the studio the other day. I recorded a song with my buddy. My you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's on SoundCloud. You can it's go on check SoundCloud. it out right now. You can check it out yeah, right now. Yeah, but it's yeah. like going to the studio mattered. Nobody was going to the studio, and that yeah. shit cost money, B. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so talk, t- that's why I want to get into that. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're 13 years old. You're, you're out here in these clubs. Body and cats, much double your age probably right. at For that real. point. You know what I mean? 26? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so h- how does that transition from your first time in the in the studio to now you're like, yo, I'm going to get my homies. We can do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was a mic pass. Our, it's like, it's like, is this, is this, is this like fat, uh, dates? Uh, <laughs> I, that's that all. I remember when we were like, the, like how we saying, the first real time mm-hmm. in the studio where it was like, get your verses to 16s. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Like, we knew music, but you didn't really know what a 16 was. So yeah, you were really trying to you want to structure it, yeah, put it yeah. together, know how to put a song together. Count bars. And this guy, Tony, was like, he, he had the studio. I think he owned it. And uh, I remember him sitting us down. He's like, hey, what is, what is your dad? What is, what is your mom do? What is, how much money do they make? And I was like, nah, we were looking to talk about what my dad did for money. So I was just like, well, we'll pay you if that's what you're worried about. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, no, I ain't worried about that. So then it's like you do your verses and he's, he's putting us down and he's, he's he's structuring us, keeping us straight. And he was like, look, like he was taking care of us. But I remember him saying, okay, we're gonna do this on this on this reel to reel. And I had heard about reel to reel, like that was like a big deal. You heard rappers yeah. talking about, man, I did mine on my reel to reel, and we're like, oh, here it is. And you see this thing spinning, yeah, yeah, you know? It was like this is this is real. Like you know what I mean? We're really in, the, in in a good spot, and you know you're paying up and you're putting this these tracks down, and you get to finally hear yourself back, yeah, and not like back where you're like. Hitting record on your ghetto blaster and then and then recording it like this is like a real right. recording coming back, and it was like uh it was it was a for real moment because then at that point we knew this you didn't think we were gonna blow up but you're just like really just who's gonna I, hear I this sound I'm, like a I'm, real, I'm like a real, real rapper real, real yeah <laughs> and then uh and then more shadiness happens you know what I mean because at that point we thought we were buying this real to real which was the hottest thing in the world. But there was a thing called a dat tape. Oh, you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. Never heard of a dat tape. Yeah, yeah. They didn't tell us about that. So they were just basically getting us to, to, to just use their old stock. 
And I was like, I remember hearing about that. And these guys used to always have to calm me down, man. Because I was like, this guy, he just had us pay all this money for dead material. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. have it, but no one even uses it. it. Nobody, this yeah. isn't the standard anymore. Exactly, man. Yeah. We got cooked, but uh, you learn, you don't, you just learn. No. So did anything ever happen with those songs that you guys recorded in Real to Real? Like, did those did turn we... up on any, anything down the road? No. What no, no. Like, and how about the verses or anything? Did any of that turn out to anything? Or was that, no, those that, are just dead then? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. It That's was crazy. really just a lesson in time. Is all yeah, it really yeah, was. Course, you know what I mean? Course. It was. It was training. Yeah, it's training. But exactly. uh, yeah. but 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 we learned. You know what I mean? And I remember I was so young to it, and I was just like, I was just so happy to be recording. That was probably the 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 first time I was really really happy to do anything music wise. I remember the, my first verse, whatever it was, uh, dude was like, man, you swear a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, listening back, you're the only one yeah. that was really like, yeah. swearing. Yeah. <laughs> Extreme. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? I didn't, it took me a while to get out of that. That was What you guys are hearing now was yeah, years yeah, later, yeah, and I was yeah. still like, man, when, that was when better. can I cuss? When can yeah. I let it out? <laughs> that's just, it out? <laughs> that's what it was, man. It was, uh, But even then, it was like, that was more a refined version of me. Yeah, but yeah. in the beginning, I was just <laughs> raw. Yo, that's like Dylan, man. I have to make the clean versions for three-beat oh, music, man. right? Yeah. Because I do all the recording. So going back, I'm like, okay, X, X4 twice on this one. That's not bad. Three yeah. from Steve. And I was like, damn it, Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> like, now I got to do 12 of these? Yeah. Like, 24 yeah. of these? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It got to the point where I used to just do my own edits. Like, I would just pull it back on my own because it was like no one had time to do it. But uh, yeah, you like I said, that was training, man. You just learned. Okay, this is how studio time was because we didn't even realize yeah. how it was. You didn't know that you were paying for every minute that you were mm. in there. It yeah. was like you're talking to psychiatrists. From the time you opened the door, you're paying. Yeah, so it was like, we didn't do anything yet. And they were like, well, you still owe us blah, blah, blah amount of money, right? So we started to learn when you're in there, it is business. Yeah. yeah. You know it's what just I mean? Just to record. He's got to get paid to sit there. He's got to get paid to sit there. The engineer that was there, he wasn't in the rap. He did not care about what we do. He thought what we were doing was a joke. And you had to win him over. And he's like, I'm not in the rap. I usually do rock. But I, what you guys do is all right. And then by the time you do your third track or whatever, he's like, you guys are pretty good. No, no, no. You know what? Let me help you. Let me do mm, yeah, this yeah, for you. you. Go. And right. you'd win him over. And I remember that one dude, he ended up like moving to California. He had, whoever it was, I can't remember what his name was, but for, for a guy that started off being a dick, he was really, really cool by the end. But it mm. was just like, I'm sure you had to do the same thing. Buddy. We got you to win people over. You know what mm. I mean? You got to like... We, I, I, we were lucky because we had money at the time. Like when I, I got out of the, the pen and went and did Winnipeg's most. So do with that with what you will, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was money lying around, so we were able to buy all of the good shit that we needed at the time. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, a little M-Box was, like, $900 or something like that. Yeah. And then we, like, Bubs went and got the dope Neumann mic. We had, like, that shit on, like, a... In the hood on church, like <laughs> next yeah. to a window, we're like, why does it sound so shitty? Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, we had why no can I hear the kids playing outside? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can hear like, a, the, like, yeah. like homie's mom being like, "Fuck it, turn it down!" Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just crazy. But we, we did. We, I had a situation like that with the guy that remember DJ uh, Crossing Over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had the spot where Rupp ended up having yeah. one two nine, right? Um, and I, I won the battle on Flavor and Doc. <laughs> he fucking was like, yo, da 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 da, I'm gonna send you to the studio. I was like, all right, cool. And same thing, I recorded all these songs, they were dope. And then I went to go, I went to Cross and Over one time, and I was like, yo, can I get these songs? Like on a CD or something? And I through my lead. He's like, yeah, are you gonna pay for them? And I was yeah. like, what? I was like, I thought Shock was paying for them. And he's like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, word, eh? I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So whatever, there was money lying around, so I did pay him and get the tracks, but it was like that. I was lucky in that sense that when I actually started taking music seriously, past the freestyle shit and like recording songs, it was kind of already to that point where if you could afford it, you could go buy the digital means to do it. So yeah. we always were kind of 
self-sufficient yeah. and did it kind of in-house, in-house and then yeah. would send it out like when we met Stomp. He would he was the one that made it sound good. Yeah. And then by the, by the time you get to my era, it's like, that's where I'm like, we can do this. Everything. I can build this. You know what yes. I mean? And I'm that dude that's like, I yeah. can figure that out. I can get that computer. We can get that microphone. Yes. And we can build it here. Fuck the studio. Exactly. You know what I mean? It yeah. just takes a while but it generationally a lot, to get that. And like, oh, yeah, and no, like you, the price of things has changed dramatically. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? What now I can afford it, back right? Like, More than what we could afford. Yeah. More than what we could afford. It was like... Because like some of those studios were like hundreds. Of, like I remember, they, like absurd machine was like hundred and fifty an hour or something. What like it that. was is it was like a test out phase, right? They see mm. you come in and they're just like, "Oh, you guys look like rappers." And then it's like next, it's like, "Okay, let me see if I could talk to you and kind of gauge what we can get out of you." Yeah. And then, and then from there, then all of a sudden, it's like, now I'm like the poor boy, like, "Oh, you know, sir, if I could, you know, I'm really <laughs> hoping that you know this thing works for us." And they're like, "Yeah, you know, we'll take it easy on you guys." But in reality. They were like, okay, instead of like hardcore raping you, just only one of us is already. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they just not take everything that you can get, but they're yeah. gonna take because always somebody yeah. was trying to take something. And then it was weird because we were we were better than good. They were always like, let's just take all we can from them now because yeah. we were like, you know, you you're on your way out. How old are you guys? At like, that time, you guys are all roughly same age. Yeah, we're all the same, age. So same age. I would say when we first started, yeah, we were like early. No, no more than like 14, 15. That's wow. Max, man. That's wild. And it, that and was the thing. This is the situation you're dealing in the studio with this the studio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is a studio wow. club. Wow. Like, we were two. We, and these people who had. One this guy, he said he had a kid that was our age. So it's weird. It was just like he didn't feel no kind of way about stealing money from, <laughs> from kids. From kids. Well, you know what? In he his, knew, he yo, knew better. In, in his he mind, knew better. In his mind, he's probably like, I ain't taking your money. I'm taking your parents' yeah, money. That's you what know what I mean? Like, that's what he's thinking, right? Yeah. Like, I'm like, dude, if. If if our parents were doing that to your kid, you'd be wilding out. You know what I mean? Yeah, he 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 knew what he was doing was yeah. shady, but it was like everyone was just like, these kids can generate money. How much money can we get out of these kids before they realize? Like they would never do it. If we were twenty, they would never have tried that game with yeah, us. But yeah, because we were so young and we were so green trying to come up, they were like, you guys are just hungry for this rap thing. You don't know any better. They're evil motherfuckers. And, evil. and when like, you let me feed off of your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it, that's the easiest sessions they're running all day. It's oh, like yeah. one mic, one yeah. vocal mic. They don't have to set up drums. Nothing. They don't have to do a guitar. Nothing, and you're getting charged the same amount. The same amount. If not more. Probably a little bit more. Anywhere yeah, even close to it was already, was already foul. But at the same time, yeah. as angry as, as I was personally, and as, as disrespected as we were, we were like, okay, it's a lesson learned. We're not going to let it happen again. But you did have to learn it. Yeah. And it's like, True. I don't know. Some guys come up so fast that that lesson is way more expensive and mm. way more damaging to their yeah. career. You know what sure. I mean? So for us, you guys were kind of like caught it early. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're and had the the the, the, the maturity at that age to be like, well, we're not doing do, that one not again. Not doing that again. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like I would say, let's say if our parents were involved, we probably wouldn't have got ripped off, but they probably would never let us do it again. Because yeah, we would have yeah. been young enough that they would have been like, nah, you ain't doing That's that it. ever yeah. again. But uh, like I said, it's lessons learned. That's crazy. That's that that is important to lessons. Story. So now you guys are working on the first record. That's uh, is the first record the one that comes out with penis and corn? Because when I'm looking at it now, looking back, that's what it looks like. But that's what it looks like. But that's not we ha- like the stories. Bigs are telling you about LRN Records. What happened was they signed um, Escalade, uh, who's part of State of Mind. Yeah. They signed them. They signed these guys to a single deal, and he put out this single called Just Talking, and 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 that shit. That shit, these guys were in the mall with cardboard boxes of this single set, and it was a big deal. Everyone would say, oh, shit, these guys just got signed, blah, blah, blah. 
And they had us under their wing. So that's how the whole LRN thing happened. Mm. And um, it was basically a, a situation where they, they, they made us buy this reel-to-reel, and they kept possession of this reel-to-reel. Mm. And it was some bullshit. We fell out with State of Mind, and, and we were doing our own thing. And shortly after that... Um, Odario is another childhood friend of mine. He's a bit older than me, but he he started messing with peanuts and corn, and they put out um, I can't remember the name of the first EP, but uh, it was either fluid or I I can't I can't remember. But anyways, they they recorded it, and prior to that, Farm Fresh. Ju- they they were kids from Brandon. They came up here and they recorded an EP called the Space EP. I believe that was their first official release. And they had this, both of them had this following. The Shades was known. Everybody knew who we were, but we, we weren't organized. But we were getting shows and we were killing. And, and people were basically um, using us to, to pack venues mm-hmm. back then. So anyways, um, we... I met I met Rod Bailey by accident and then was reintroduced to him uh, later through Odario, and um, I I said, look man, I got a couple friends and we're trying to put something together and and you know if you you could help us, I'd really appreciate it. And he agreed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I can't remember if it was Odario or Dow Jones who came to me and said, he's going to do a good job, but if you put it out on the label, he's going to do a great job. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, yeah. But that makes sense, right? Right, So, So I was like, okay, let's do this. And, and before you know it, we were, we were going to, um, you know, his, his place. We recorded one summer, and he lived on Fleet Street in Fort Rouge. And... Um, you know, we, we started going there. I spent the most time with him building the rapport and everything. Yeah. Um, at the time, Biggs was living in the Maples, and and um, and Bad Manners wasn't even around back then. He was living in Vancouver at the time. It was my cousin, Marvelous. Yeah. And we'd go and we'd record there, and um, we put it out. And, and then that put it out, that's... Uh, next School Pioneers. Yeah, Next School Pioneers. Yeah. So we put that out. You know, it was different. It was cool to me because it was the first time we ever recorded over over beats that we didn't jack from other people. Because yeah, when we were at yeah, LRN, yeah. we used to just take little snippets off, off cassettes, and they would loop it. And they had this engineer at the time, this guy named Jason Kahn, who came in and worked with us. And he, he was like, he could work magic. We had, we had like two versions of this song called The Madness, and... Um, we we had so you guys are basically just bringing him like tapes that you yeah had, and you're but like, yo I want this part right and then he'd be like yo I can put that together. yeah I mean man like at that time you're going by Scotch I think Orthodox whatever right, right? right he used to be able to do this thing and I had no idea what he was doing he's like I'm gonna take a little bit from this track a little bit from this one a little bit from this one and we're gonna make this beat. I'm Damn. like, whatever you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually did it. He did it, and I'm like, that's, he did it. And he did it over and over and over again. And you know what I mean? And I'm like, now, looking back at it, I would have been like, this kid is beyond talented. Yeah. I was just like, he's just a really good resource. He's my best friend. It was no, yeah. I didn't really see it any other way. I didn't You're just see like, yeah, the, I trust you. the genius in behind it, right? Yeah, but yeah. he literally made beats in his mind. Like, you hear about rappers who 
you know, like, oh, I wrote this verse in my head and all yeah, that. And that's a clever technique and talent. Yeah. He was doing with the with these beats. Because he literally was like, I'm going to take a piece of this, piece you of this, a piece it. of this, and he put it all together. And, and then it would work. And it would work. Yeah. And then be able, and there was one thing is if it's in your head to be able to say that. But then you'd be able to, to take that and pass it to the engineer and have that guy do it is a whole different ballgame. Yeah, because yeah. he could just, he's hearing what you're saying, but he ain't hearing what's in your head. Yeah, so yeah. he would do that and we would put it together. And I'm like, that was dope. And then, um, but by the time we met Rod, he was just like, Rod was just able to put beats together in a way that were just way more refined and way yeah. smoother than anything that we had been able to do. Mm -hmm. And it was like, for me, I, I, when I hear the beat, it helps put the verse together. Mm -hmm. And he was yeah, able to, he, you know, there's a feeling that comes with it, right? Yeah. He took a little bit of the aggression out because his beats weren't that aggressive, but I was able to still kind of work with it. But I was just like, it was just so smooth and so dope and so clean. I remember when, when, when Lake came to the house and he was like, these are the guys that we should we should start start messing with, and I was like, this, what is this? What is this tape? What is this space? I remember seeing it, and I was like, <laughs> and then it's, it's like, this looks weird. It just looks weird. The, the peanuts and corn thing. I was like, no, man. I was like, it's gonna turn on me if I do this, man. I was like, no, 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 no. No, man, this is it. Where are we gonna? Where am I gonna move? I'm like, you know what I mean? This isn't gonna get worse. But then I heard it, and I was like. I'm just show, I'm showing everybody the cover. Yeah. I'll put I'll put I'll post it yeah. along with it. Yeah. Like, uh, but just showing them the farm fresh that that, that peanuts and corn cover. And remember, I started off. And that's like mid nineties. NWA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was. Yeah. I didn't I didn't, I didn't see that man. coming. I didn't see that karma, the farm fresh <laughs> and all that. I just didn't really get it. And when I played it, I was like, yo, these yeah. guys really no. know and they're what from they're here, doing. They were really like, good rappers, yeah. not the best graphic designers. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, but you can't you, blame them for being for Brandon. No, you know you can, <laughs> no, no, you can't. You know what I mean? It all made no. sense. But I was like, these guys know what they're doing. So when we finally got in the studio with them, and we were like, they taught us a lot too. Like, this guy took full advantage of the whole thing with the breath control. Like, he, you know what I mean? He would do these verses and he'd cut it and come back and then he'd, you know, yeah, pick yeah. up. And all these things that we never learned in the studio because those guys really weren't in the mood to teach yeah. us. They yeah. didn't care, right? And they don't even have the knowledge. They like, don't. No. They, they these don't. guys were coming into yeah. the recording process with that in, yeah. in now, mind. Yes. yes. You get to yes, these yes, guys yes. and they've been recording rap for a while. Yes. Right? Rap. Where the other guys weren't recording they weren't rap. So now they can teach you the tricks that you're like, yo, when I get that trick. That's really going to take my shit to a next level. You're taking level, a raw right? product yeah. right here, and yeah. then now you're, you're putting it you're in again. You, you're starting to learn it, right? Because I would say now when you look back at it, we were probably teaching. I thought we were learning a lot at the LRN studio, but we're probably teaching them too just this is how yeah, a rapper does it. Even though we weren't trained rappers at the time, right? But yeah. we were still rapping. This is how This is how we hold a mic. This is how... When, when when I rapped, I didn't care if you heard the <gasps> in my breath. I, I was hoping you heard that. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. they'd be like, "No, take that out." And I'm like, "No, no, I want no, that, no, that you in. Want that in. I yeah, want yeah. that in." You know what I mean? So I'm like, "Yeah, that isn't supposed to be as clear as it is. It's, it's, it, that's exactly what I want it to sound yeah. like." So it was like, uh, "You." But then when we got the farm fresh, they were really, really, really teaching us just kind of the, the even more so the structure and just kind of flowing like the the even putting the project together. And it's like this song's here and this song goes there like we all kind of executive produce and just understood how it was to Everybody's make it a building. marketable product you know what yeah. i mean so it, it was good time that's crazy so in that time of uh too now you're working with them you guys are recording what kind of music are you guys listening to like what are you taking in at that time obviously you're west coast but like <laughs> where are our heads oh, at man, right? like um because we're talking now we're like mid 90s ish because that came not in 95 96 something like that. yeah so we're listening to like Black Moon, that whole yeah. boot camp clique. We're listening to Wu Tang, mm. you know. Um, we're listening to Biggie Smalls, Ready to Die, you know. Um, 
Artifacts, Ill and Al Scratch, uh, uh, Canelli. Uh, yeah, I feel like La- you're very East Coast, like East Coast New yeah. York yeah. rap. You know what I mean? The, like, yeah. the rapidly, 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 hard. So. You they, know what I mean? So. It's because it, I, I liked it, but everything you saw in videos when I got the opportunity, because I was fortunate to have family out there, mm. to go out there every summer and live in the video for a month or so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be out there and be around the people and hear them talk in their state of mind. Like kids, kids were like, I don't know if you've ever met a kid from a third world country from Jamaica or 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 Nicaragua or anywhere like that. When you you could take you could take uh, a seven year old from that country and compare them to any kid in Canada, mm-hmm. and they're about their 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 mentality. level of, their mentality their level of intelligence is is easily three to four years older. Yeah, older, you yeah. know what I mean. I might be young, but my mind right. Is older, so that's right? that's, like, that's that's that same shit. That's a New York kid. <laughs> yeah. When you'd hear the conversations, they'd be taught the, the concept of money. To them, where they were, they were just far beyond that. They didn't have time for toys and all that shit. They didn't give. It was about money and what they're gonna do with their money. And I'm, and I'm this black prairie boy out there around them <laughs> with my cousins, and and they're just in awe, looking at a black person who speaks so clear and proper. They, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And <laughs> and um, it tripped me out being out there seeing black Dominicans and seeing them and all of a sudden Spanish is coming out of their mouths and <laughs> just a whole different thing and, and just being around those kids so you saw how they thought and what the what they were into and just how they read between the lines. So at that time you're so still going shit. back and forth to New York. Right. So it's influencing. Yeah. You know so I mean? There's it, a connection it's just, there. It's just in me and, and when you're you're young you give so much of a fuck about what people think and you just want to be accepted that I'd go out there to the point where I just knew how to talk like them. I knew yeah. I knew when to inject. I knew, I had such a gauge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what well, I mean? That's you're, like what the line in Status uh, Chasers where it's like, you're talking about a girl in that one where it's like, yeah, when the, when the Yankees come around, you, you'd be switching right. up the way you talk, right? And it's right, like, right. You, it's tr- yeah. It's funny. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean... Americans coming down, whether they were athletes or whatever the hell they do, they we had such an inferiority complex to them that you know everybody was just following suit. But then it did get to the point, like especially with Jamaicans, man, we're just aggressive, not giving a fuck people to begin with. It just got to the point where you got tired of seeing this, and we weren't having it. You know, a lot of a lot of dudes went back with with like permanent disabilities. I, <laughs> But it's I'm, I got no reason to lie to you, man, because after you know things oh would God. go so far, but you know I dig- we digress. Yeah, yeah. We digress. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, you get that. Yeah, yo, yeah. you get that a lot, man. Yeah. I remember we would be in other cities, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, murder capital because there's like eight hundred thousand people. Y'all, y'all, y'all soft." And then like I just remember like people anytime someone would clown Winnipeg. I would just fucking see like John Tier Brooks just like look and I'm like fucking uh, yeah. and then it, whatever it would become something like oh you think you like would like you can get hurt anywhere yeah. type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was I it try, goes yeah. back to that thing of setting that precedent though because the you time. come to the city especially when you get out there. Dude, man, I will treat you with the utmost respect. I'm in your city. Mm-hmm. You're taking care mm-hmm. of me. But don't fucking clown mm-hmm. me. No, man. <laughs> because if you came to my city, I wouldn't clown you. I wouldn't clown no. you. Do you just, know what I mean? Just out of respect. And not because I think your city's 
no. anything better or worse than mine. It's just like if Respect. you came and I'm interacting with you until you give me a reason, why would I? Why yeah. would I do that? What's the point of that? You know it's what I mean? The business. There was. There's like you are business while you while you're doing your thing. You're having fun. You're doing it all. Right, but you, but it's you're still business. business. It's still business, right? So. Uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta act accordingly, respect. kind exactly. of thing. Right? Yeah. Like this is business. Act accordingly. If you're gonna time. act out of pocket, then uh, it's gonna. I mean, yeah, we, 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 we check <laughs> egos. Nobody, right? can, yeah, yeah. yeah, nobody yeah. can be responsible for that. That's your no, decision. That's your call. That's your call. <laughs> exactly yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but Jelly Stone, I love Jelly Stone. Did, but Jelly on, on on the real though, Jelly Jelly was like, I'm gonna really hold it down for East. End. He he was willing to to go as far. As the crowd was willing to let him, he was he was gonna wild out. Uh, so I'll give him <laughs> give him props, man. He was he was he was blue all the way. He, he was he was holding it down, but I was like, that's a bad decision. You know I mean? <laughs> that's not a good business decision, Jelly. That wasn't a good business. He was repping his his hood hard, but I was like, yo, man, you gotta learn how to count. You gotta count. There's a, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't buy you having it, but I'm happy. Money yeah. doesn't buy your safety. Right? Doesn't buy your safety right now, man. No, <laughs> it might buy you happiness. Yeah, belly, not safety. Not safety. Belly got checked. <laughs> belly got checked at Blush. Damn. Yeah. But I'm not gonna say a name. But maybe after the thing. Oh, you off. will after this thing. Yeah, we gonna, <laughs> yeah. we gonna gossip Be- like belly got belly got checked like yeah. like slapped in the face yeah. and then like took rightfully so should have taken off from the people that slapped him. Yeah, but yeah. like That's he, was, but he was acting a certain way, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah. you're in the crowd right now, bro." Yeah, Damn. you know what I mean. Like you're opening up for Buster Rhymes. Like yeah. this, you're not yeah. <laughs> by yourself yeah. in the crowd. Yeah. I don't know yeah, why you're trying to yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you yeah. say, it's like it's a Jamaican it's a, thing, but it's also a Winnipeg, Winnipeg thing. Winnipeg. Like where we like we don't play like that. We just don't play like that. You know what I mean? So. That's funny to it's funny to hear those stories from <laughs> as well. But so you guys now are looking with Farm Fresh to to put it back on track. You guys make that first EP. Now you're experiencing uh, beats on another level. Are you still informing some of the beats then? Because I know you have producing credits kind of throughout. But at that time, are you still kind of like, yo, I want to take this sample now yeah. that you're able to play absolutely. The so um, to give you an example, there was a song on there called "Game from Truth." And um, I sampled Biggie Small saying, all I do is separate the game from the truth. I think Mm -hmm. it was on the original version of One More Chance. So it tripped me out working with him because he used to play instruments. And um, we used to play instruments. He used to play like the cello and the guitar. And he used the Akai sampler and everything. Rod did? Rod Bailey. McEnroe. So we were, he'd, he'd, sometimes I'd go there with records from my dad, because it just, it, w- it, was, it, was, it was really exciting for me, because mm. like I said, prior to that, we were taking cassettes and chopping that shit up. So now I'm able to work with wax. That's yeah. what Farm Fresh did. Um, so, and, and they had like, we probably, I probably didn't even have to bring my own shit, because Honeycut had like, <laughs> if yeah. you saw, and this is way records. back then, <laughs> yeah, if you saw his record collection back then, then yeah. I can't even imagine like anyway. So <laughs> I would I would show up with like reggae records and Sly and the Family Stone, um, shit like that. And and before you know it, he was chopping shit up and making a beat. And um, so, anyways, yeah, talking about uh, game from truth. He took Biggie Smalls. All I do is separate the game from the truth. I wrote a hook, and I wrote the hook with him saying his line, but he replaced it with Big. He fucked with the tempo, and um, he made it work. And I remember that song because I wrote that song 
in like an afternoon the whole verses and went there because it got to the point where we were working on it, but we were kind of slow dragging just because it was like a luxury of knowing we, we, <laughs> we have time, this studio we could go to yeah. now and this isn't the same LRN situation. Yeah, right. And he was like, he felt that and he was like, okay, guys. And they were older than us and they were like, okay, we got to set a deadline. Let's get this shit done. We want to put it out. So we'd go there, record, um, you know, he'd mix it. They mastered it, and they, they got us a few shows, and we were playing in front of kids that, you know, weren't accustomed to us. They were accustomed to Farm Fresh and, yeah. and Mood Rough. Uh, uh, really, really, um, we were really um, aggressive and, and scary for some of these kids. <laughs> the shit, <laughs> to keep it real, you know? Yeah, and if you saw the crowds, we were playing in front of it, like the Concord and, and um, you know, Jam Hall, both cruises. Um, even in the Filipino community, like at uh, Casa Bueno and all these <laughs> yeah. places, because the Filipinos had like their own thing going on, yeah. lots of dance crews, city light dancers, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and, and shit like that. So um, to get in front of their friends, they were really mild-mannered people. To, to, that's the only way I can put it. They, they appreciated, they respected it because it was coming out on Peanuts and Corn, so they gave us a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it know was what like I mean? a trusted brand. Right, right. So they're right. like, all right, we'll give it a exactly. shot. Exactly. Like, oh, damn. Okay. Right, right. It's like the soft version of a hood pack. These motherfuckers are looking me up and down like, all right, all right. You think you fly a big casino? We're gonna see. We're gonna check you. You lucky Macaron gave you a pass. Otherwise, otherwise it'd be some shit going down right now. You know what I mean? I'm like, thanks, Peter. We'll see how this all plays out. You know what I mean? But it was like that. They literally gave us a shot because yeah. they were like, well, we'll see what you can do them. because we love them. And yeah. they guys, those guys had a legit cult. following. Yeah, a yeah. legit cult. following. Way bigger than what we had. We had it in like pockets, like. Here and there, like these club settings that we were going, these are grown people that were there, right? So they yeah, were, yeah. It, was, it was it was different, right? We were almost like entertaining them. They just happened to like us. They yeah. would, you know, they they liked us enough that they didn't boo us off the stage, or they when we would go there, they wouldn't be like, okay, now I'm gonna go to the washroom. So it was like they yeah. they liked us enough to like. But what, what what Farm Fresh had was like people came out to see them. Yeah, like they, they built an audience they early, an audience and they early. and they yeah. maintained it that was yeah. by being consistent. Because by they, being consistent, and yeah. like even it's just putting it something out really is what I mean by yeah. being consistent. Yeah. And that's why with you guys too, it's like, yo, we need to set a date because we need to put like we need yeah, to put something out. like we it's were time not to do something. We right? were not professional. I like not to try to rewind the story too much, but the first time I met them when we went, we met them up on Oxy. We walk up in there, and all I saw it was, it was just extreme. It was like. They were like bachelors, right? They had like beer cans everywhere, condoms everywhere. And I'm like, fuck, I you guys ain't fucking anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just—it just seemed odd to me. It seemed odd to me. You know what I mean? But it took—it didn't. It took minutes, minutes of, of of interacting with them. I'm like, no, no, no. These guys are yeah. legit musicians. Yeah. I don't care where they're from. I don't care what they're and who they're, they're fucking. Cadence. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what matters. No, that matters. I was like, these guys know what they're doing. So when he's talking about coming out with his with, with like his crates yeah. full of music, he they knew the sound. It wasn't what they were normally doing, but they knew where it was coming from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was there was never a no like, oh we're gonna try to do this. He's like, I could do that. Yeah. I could do that. And not like 
I could do that. Okay, wait, you guys leave and see if we can find a way to do it. But he knew he could he do it. He was like, yeah. no, I can do it. I can legitimately yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genius all the way through like that, man. Those guys were legitimate, talented. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that first little interaction for a minute was just kind of like front. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, maybe for them, they probably saw me. They're like, oh, this guy really thinks he's a gangster. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's hard to really tell. He's probably like, you ain't <laughs> shooting nobody. Fast, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it was probably a little back and forth. So, uh, but yeah, it didn't take a while for all that to go to the side, and it was just music. And then they was like, yeah, like they were saying, we need to record this. You guys got to get this in there. Put like, yeah, down. smart enough. Smart, exactly. Yeah. So and even, even when we did the recording, uh, I was out of town for like, for the time. I think I was in Calgary or something like that. And, he's, and he, he, him and Marvis already done their verses and put everything down. And I was like, I wasn't the greatest in the studio. I was like a one-take guy. And I, that was a good and a bad thing because I didn't really know how to critique my own sound. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just like, I just, I really hated writing. I hated, hated the, the process of it. So it was like, when I record it, I only had, I didn't have like Len to be like, yeah, this is, you need to tighten this up. I had Rod at that time. Yeah. So it was really, really odd. And, and I kind of learned a little bit of being my own at that time. It was only a few verses. Mm. I did Taylor Made uh, on, on that album. And I did that, that whole whole track. It was the first time I'd ever done like a solo track, which I never wanted to do. Like I said, I wanted to just be easy, just get in, get out, yeah. once in a while. There I am yeah, doing yeah. a solo, doing all the other ones where there was like super intimidated because Len would do his verses. And to me, it felt like, I've always liked, loved Fife Dog, but I was like, no one sounded better on those beats than Tip, in my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. At, at that time, right? It was just yeah, like, yeah. You, could see, you could see that he was probably more into the into the into the process of making the beat and it just oh, sounded for better for him. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was like same thing with Len. I was just like, man, I just I don't know if I'm gonna really be able to fit in there. And Rob was like, don't worry, just do your way and we'll make make it work. And mm-hmm. they and he did, man. So So it was doing the solo song his their idea to be like, yo, you should do one by yourself now. It had to have been because there's no way that would have been <laughs> yeah, it wasn't there's no I love the I love the beat. I remember because I remember you heard the beat before me. And I don't know how, like, it's, it's really, really hazy as to how it all played out. But I remember you were like, you're going to love this. And it was like, you should do, do your track, whatever. And then the whole thing of Taylor made, people used to call me that from around the way. So it was like, okay, I could, I, I was like, this is how I'm, I'm going to do it. But it was just so foreign to me, that the, the concept. That's why I think it was only two verses. Mm-hmm. So it was like, uh, it was tough for me to write two verses. And even the way that we did it, and, 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 and the way that it spun out and it played out, I, I, I really, really liked the track, but it was, it was never yeah. my... That's I was funny. like, I said, like listening to it, I would never guess that. No, it was yeah, not, I mean, like, and, and even like from from the outside looking in, like if you're if, you're, if I'm looking at sh- shades like I am, right, mm. and we watch the video, it feels like because you have the hook on that one, yeah. So you get the screen time, right? So it's like right. it looks like you're the leader, and then on the on the first track, you hear you got that that solo. You're like, yo, this is the solo beat, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, you know what I mean? So from yeah. the outside looking in, it looks like yo, I'm the head of the group. But when you know and you you go in, it's like yo Len was kind of driving the ship in All a sense. But like you know what I mean? It, Very it's, much. It's interesting the dichotomy from looking out outwards into like how it actually. So, so, just to speak to that. Yeah, it's hot, hot in here. here. It's like radiator heat. <laughs> yeah, it's radiator it's heat. Radiator and we can't adjust it. It just yeah. keeps yeah. getting hotter, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I saw no, him no, no camera. We good. All, like wintered up. I was like, fuck. We should have told him to wear layers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. No, it was a situation, there wasn't really, I wouldn't say I was the leader or anything, it was just, I had, I had a vision, mm-hmm. and, and they, they knew they wanted to do music, but 
I was kind of like, I had so much ideas, it was like, let's run with it. And it was never about, I was never jealous of these guys. They were never yeah. jealous of me. It was like, let's just make this work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just... I, I don't know what that really means to me. <laughs> Yo, yeah. He's the only one who had a vision. He's yeah, the yeah, only yeah. one who yeah. what but, but, I, but I feel what he's saying because when you're... We've all been in groups, when you're, so... When you write, like, I'm... I can like really relate because when you're when you can when writing is easy to you not easy but like something you like genuinely enjoy like it's something that I like would sit there and do for hours on end do you know what I mean so it's like I feel why he doesn't want to say he's a leader but he is because yes. some it's like there's people that have the the ability they just don't have like that vehicle right now and it's like the idea is your vehicle and all you gotta do is jump in, and everybody fucking play their role, yeah. and we're all in the same car. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter. But the only guy who gets you in that car is the leader. Though. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, you know, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he had that vision, yeah. and every, we yeah. just followed that. Every band has a front man. You know, I mean, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. And even when you're in a hip hop group, it's kind of like being a band. There's always yeah. still that one dude who's gonna take the lead on things. Q-tip. Yeah, the Q-tip. The you know what I mean? The RZA of the Wu Tang Clan. You know what I mean? There's always that one cat that's gonna be like. This yeah. is how it's gonna sound like. This is how and it's gonna go, and everybody's like, like yeah. "Yeah, all right, <laughs> fuck yeah, okay, let's right. do this." You're right. There was a like, like how we're talking about. There were all these club owners and and promoters that were getting us to do shows and and kind of punking us off. These guys, I wanted this shit so bad. I was like, I was a punching bag for that shit. And these guys, they didn't give a fuck. They were ready to walk away enough times. Bigs. I was afraid to lose these guys in that sense, right? So <laughs> yeah. I, I, I basically, you know, started wearing different hats and almost becoming a manager and yeah. making promising promises to these guys, be, like, listen, we're gonna put this out, we're gonna, we're gonna have visuals, we're gonna hit the road, we're gonna make this happen, and I always made sure I kept my word to these guys. And I used the resources around me to make this shit happen, to keep them around, because I didn't want the group to fall apart. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, very so much so. Everybody, <laughs> and so we, it sounds like you were the leader. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Let me tell you, bro. I'm the manager. That's what I do. Right, right. You know what I mean? So then we had extended family. We had a clique. We had a guy uh, who called himself Episode. We had a guy named Franchise. We had a group called Urban Legends, and we were the new crops. Mm -hmm. So everyone around us were making music. We, we did Next School Pioneers. We did Comprehension right after that. And then um, Mood Ruff got a deal on Urbnet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Urbnet... Is that when they early, the video? Like early 2000s? So early 2000s, thousands, right? Um, I can't... I can't they, they've got so much footage, man. I can't even remember, but... Um, man, you made me lose my oh, train sorry. of thought <laughs> where I was going with this. So, so basically, Urbnet put them out, and Urbnet gave them their own label, mm -hmm. which was Slow Coach, and they could do whatever they want, put out whatever the fuck they want. So they, me and Odario were good friends, but he was he 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 was a fan of the music. We were our his favorite group for, you know, what it was worth in the city. So he decided to put us out. So between him and Rod Bailey, they believed in us, you know what I mean? And they were willing to give us that opportunity, and we were forever grateful for that, you know? So that's what led to the shit after that. So uh, does Comprehension come out on that? Uh, no, that was, that was our, that was right our own thing that. right before that. Gotcha. The first 
thing we put out on Urbnet slash Slow Coach was the impossible, right? Gotcha. And that was, um, what was on the impossible that we shot? We should have shot a video for this song called Man Enough, but we put out a song called Echo. And um, yeah, man, it, I mean, we hit the road. Okay, so this is, this is right around, this is right when we're messing with Rod still, right? The first big show we ever did out of town was in Toronto called North by Northeast. North nice. by Northeast at okay. that that's time. A first, that's a good first that's show. That's the first good show. <laughs> but this is how first, first it was. I, from how we understood it, that was like the first time they started really doing hip-hop showcases. Okay, uh, yeah. So we... What, we what, what year are we talking about? Oh, this had to be like 95. Is this before or after? Like, where is it in your yard? This is... No, no, this is early 2000. Is it? I because... I, I think so. Or around, well, 90, around nine, 99. Because we yeah. were playing these showcases with like Socrates, Chocolate, Cardi... Yeah. Um, Mishy Me, Ghetto Concept, all these, all these, all these guys were in the same venue with us, playing yeah. on the same bill. Be because we were the Prairie Boys, they would make us open up yeah, yeah. the night on the showcase for Canadian Music Week or whatever. But yeah. all of those guys, those were our peers back then. We could get on the phone with those guys. And I remember when we uh, played Canadian Music Week, um, who was with us? It was me, you, Despair. Despair. So we were staying in North York in this area called Falstaff, and there's like heavy gangs and shit going on, and we were oblivious to it. We were staying at my cousin's place, and Socrates, Chocolaire, and um, what's his name, Rodala, came Rodala. to pick up our vinyl. We had the comprehension vinyl, and everybody knew us because that video was got high rotation on much, yeah, yeah, which yeah. doesn't happen anymore. Regular much, no. No, like, vibe or Rhapsody. Not just, just Rhapsody. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Play. So they knew us. They gave us that respect, and they offered to uh, service our vinyl. Just hand it out to the right people out there at the time. So when we told them where we were staying, yeah. they were like, we're not coming down there, man. <laughs> we're not coming down there. There was a McDonald's at the top of the street, and Biggs used to live in Toronto. Um, so he was familiar with all that, and they would only meet us at the top of the block. You know, yeah, good business decision. Yeah. Real good business decision. Right? Those guys Real? knew better. There was no like, yeah, I'm Chocolate and I'm Socrates. I'm just gonna walk through these areas. Because yeah. even when we came through there, if uh, if if Len's cousin wasn't bringing us through there, yeah. that would have been a problem. Because I remember when we got there, we got there mad late. We got there in the middle of the night, yeah. probably around <laughs> one oh, or two God. in the morning. <laughs> oh, so it's like everyone that's uh, who has a job is sleeping. <laughs> Everybody who's got. Yeah. Yeah. Work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is awake. So we're coming through. We're coming through, and they're all like, everybody is like tucked in. Everybody's like, why are they? Why are they? Why are they all like four or five guys deep that we don't know? Thank God the one guy that lives there was with us because they would have checked us for real. So it was. Uh, so when those guys did that, I wasn't laughing. I was like, no, I get it. I because yeah. you would have got robbed, and I would have felt terrible bringing you through yeah. in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what true, I mean? Like, because where I lived in Toronto, like uh, if those guys that came right now the wrong time of night, they probably would have got it too, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, if I just kind of, from their side of the town, you know what I mean? Uh, it would have been a problem. It goes both ways, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad that worked out. But I remember when we did North by Northeast, we tore down the show. It was a really, really good show. And it was it was, it was was good and bad because you get out there and it's like, well, we'll see what these Winnipeg guys are going to do with yeah. our rap. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you go and you warm them up, you turn them over and they're all like, oh, I'm really, really feeling what yeah, you guys yeah, doing. Yeah, and they loved it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was a crowd that we were really, really familiar with yeah. um, because it was the similar one that we were doing with 
at our core base here in Winnipeg. Yeah. So, but they were just younger, so it was even better. You know what I mean? We tear down the show. But I remember this. This is funny because we were going to sell our tapes. Tapes, not CDs. We are going to sell <laughs> yeah, our so tapes. Hey, I'm man, still I'm, selling I'm tapes. Still, I'm still... I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what this my, my last two projects came out only on cassette tape and only on digital. I am so <laughs> out of touch. Baby. I had I no idea. It's that serious. Okay, so we were going to sell our tapes, and I remember as we were driving to the venue, I don't know what made Josh want to do this, but he's like, let me listen to the tapes. He puts one in, doesn't hear anything for like the first 10 seconds. <laughs> Fast forward. Damn. Nothing. Nothing. Put another one. Nothing, 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 nothing. Damn. On like five or six of these. Damn. We're like, oh. thank God we didn't sell them. Yeah. Right. Okay. I was sold, about to ask, was like, you're giving these people, uh, we giving them out, sold handing out, them out. Yo, like, man, check up. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, would have been it. It have been. It, it would have. It would have been. Yeah. Could have come back. Would have. Could have. How you gonna tell me we can't bounce back from know that? Yeah. that we were giving? <laughs> so like, you didn't test the product. Yeah, before yeah, you sold dude, it. Like, exactly. Yeah. You know, in every other game, that's that's game over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, this looks a lot like baking soda. So <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't go over well. Let's just say that, right? It's not a. Not a. funny. <laughs> exactly. It's weird when I cook this. It's not doing what I expect. So if we had done that, it had been over. And I remember when we got back. Now once again, this is this is he was always like spinning things, right? So on the way back, I'm like, yo, we're gonna have to move check right on this one. This is not gonna go. This could have been it. it. This could have been the end of us before we even got started. Yeah. So we get back and, Rod, we, and I'm like, Josh, like, just let me take care of this. I'm like, well then take care of it, Rod. Take care. Of it. <laughs> so we we see Rodney and I'm like. He's like, just let me talk. I'm like, okay. And he's doing all this thing that sounds very diplomatic. I'm like, just tell the motherfucker, you gave us a bunch of empty tapes, man. And we almost sold them in Toronto. You know what I mean? I'm like, this yeah, is our first North by Northeast. Yeah. This is a big event. And, yeah, we were, yeah. and he just kind of laughed. He's like, my bad. I didn't know that was going to happen. And I was like, that is not the reaction no, I expected to no, hear. I'm like, no. hey, listen, man. For the first time, I was like legitimately dreaming things. Like seeing this yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe taking a different kind of path. And I'm like, had we had sold five of those. Yeah. Never mind the yeah. amount of that. You gave them to the hand out. Gave them, gave them. be like, oh, word. You know what I mean? Because we would have sold it to people who wanted to buy them, but we would have gave them to whoever you meet. The homies you meet, whatever. And that homie would have played it back there. And then it builds a little pocket around it, right? And then it's like, yo, I need to get one of those. And that's how you build it. It's not like, oh, I'll just ship you one. Like, it's not like, oh, shit, I sent you the wrong size. I got you. I got you in three days. No. Bear with me. There was so much because the trickle was people were like, you guys, okay, we, you guys are a lot better than we expected. You guys are nice. You guys got to get your business up because how could you come all the way out here and not have product to sell? And we're like, mm. well, we fucking have product, but I can't sell you because there's real. nothing on it. Yeah. So we look foolish. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah. that was kind of part that bothered me the most. There was no poly in. There was no like, this. let me get this to this dude's hand so he's going to remember Who this am. moment. Yeah, you this know what moment. I mean? There was none of that. All that was just gone. So I was super choked when it happened. But Roddy didn't do it on purpose. He just was like, I don't, I don't know what happened. It just yeah, but you're, happened. He, you're both right in the sense, like, but he... He he should have understood like yeah. your level of like yo man this could have yeah. been it wasn't and thankfully so but right but but <laughs> it could also have been a lot better for everybody like for everybody everybody yeah because yeah. You, those like when you hear about guys who blow up you hear about these weird stories about oh so and so happened to hear this and this and that and I was like for us it was like to go in there and then to turn this whole crowd around and then just skyrocket like that and then not have anything because you're only as good as what they remember and it's not yeah. like they can look you up. Yeah, that right. was it. They were just that like they were right. just they were just three kids from Winnipeg, I think, right? That were rapping. That's all yeah. they remember. Yeah. So that was it. And then the next time we went out there, I think was for was for another North by Northeast. We and did then a couple 
North by Northeast is in a, a Canadian Music Week. This is after Comprehension, kind of working Comprehension. Yeah, yeah. Right. Canadian yeah, Music yeah, Week yeah. was dope, man. Yeah. Yeah. So are you going out on these trips? Uh, we haven't heard a lot from Emmy on this one either, but but at this he point was, you weren't you weren't around really in the uh, yeah. yeah exactly. So yeah, so comprehension was pretty much done. Uh, Bad man is is really present on um, the impossible and every dollar counts. But he came back at the end of the comprehension project. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready to shoot the video. Um, he jumps on that and a couple others, and and he's on the road with us. And uh, Freak Show. Freak Show actually took us on the road the first time we ever hit the road. And um, we did a a lot of dates out east, um, Montreal, Ottawa, um, Toronto, hit a few other places. And he was heavily involved after that. And when he first came back, what his thing was, was he was this heavy freestylist, so he'd go up everywhere and just keep going and going and going and going and going, and going you know, entering in battles. Um, Ismaila from Freak Show was was, uh, was uh, a heavy hitter back then as far still as the freestyle. Is. Still is. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so they used to go back and forth, and there were a few other guys, you know, and, and he made his name really quick in the city. So everybody's rep was up. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like so a perfect storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so br- uh, bring it back maybe a little bit to Comprehension, which you guys now re-released right. to celebrate uh, 20 years right. of it being out. That's a 99. That one's also on Farm Fresh. No, we the, we or left. We left. That yeah. was after Next School Pioneers. Yeah. Um, we we left, but we were still cool with them. We you know, and um, Rod participated as far as he he um, produced a couple beats on that. Uh, Dude, Sunil Ishbector from Freak Show did oh. some production. Okay, that's um, who I was gonna ask about. Yeah. Sunil, yeah, because yeah. Sunil's credited on the on the record yeah. as well. Yeah. I think yeah. I still have that the recording CD. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, I still have it he my, did the recording CD. and the mixing. I think on that record. Yeah, right? we recorded. Yeah, yeah, Wax Museum Studio. Yeah. Um, Maybe explain a little bit to folks uh, what the Wax Museum is, because that that one holds some weight. I would say. In, right. In the so 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 Freak Show had their own studio called Wax Museum, and and it was a it was a store. Wax Museum was turned into a store, mm-hmm. um, as well. So Freak Show, you know, they they were easily the most creative. Uh, had the most creative stage show. You know, the, the whole concept, you know, Wu-Tang was big back then, but they were doing their own thing. They got a lot of comparisons in the city. People always mm-hmm. compare you to the, the closest the shit yeah. they yeah. could what see. What was your guys' comparison? What did, what did Our comparison was really like, you know, um, it was weird because as a collective, they'd be like, oh, you guys kind of got that boot camp thing going on. Mm-hmm. And then solo people would be saying, oh, yo, Len sounds like Tip. He sounds like Nas. Uh, Chris sounds like... Who would they say you sound like? Literally, yeah. Or even exhibit like. Okay, I okay yeah, 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 yeah. I can see it. Be like, yeah. oh, you guys had exhibit on the track. I think we did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did like X. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, I got that a lot. So yeah, that that was that would always come up. Uh, uh, anyone who really listened to rap would be like, I can hear in your cadence. It'd be like Redman. I would hear that you just mm-hmm. rapping mm-hmm. off a lot. Yeah. So, but uh, more times just because of vocal quality, just the X. X 
Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And your West Coast head. But even like actually from Arizona or some shit, or he's from somewhere X? else. Yeah, yeah no, no shit. He's, he's a West Coast else. transplant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. still more West than here. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Detroit. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh sure. Yeah. Detroit. Yeah. I said Arizona. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's from Arizona. Yeah, I bought, I bought it. <laughs> yeah, I bought it. I don't know. All right, sure. You said that shit. No, he's from Arizona. Oh, he's from Phoenix. We all agreed. Scottsdale. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you know you're young, just, you know, not completely uh, comfortable in your own skin yet. You still got, um, you know, influences and shit. But, you know, over time, you, you get to that point where it's you and you feel good about it. So you guys it, so. are recording at the Wax Museum now. You're working with Freak Show a bit closer. Are yeah. they teaching you things? Because along the way so far, you learned a little bit, or actually well, taught we, more to your first right. engineer. Yeah. Learned a little bit and worked with Roddy a so, bit. And right. now you're working with Wax Museum. What, right. what do they bring to they, the table? They, they didn't really teach us anything. It was, it was a situation where I, I didn't even know how to count bars until I met Rod Bailey. He taught me how to count. I'm in the studio just one-on-one. Like, I, he knows I can rap, but I've got these run-on verses that fucking stop whenever, you know. Sometimes <laughs> it's not even, he's like, okay, sixes, eights, no, sorry, eights, twelve, sixteen, yeah. right? To, to, to keep everything on beat. And, um, and looking nice. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, these are how hooks are supposed to be. So I, I'm, I'm so into it, I'm, I'm, you know, catching on really quickly to whatever. But all of us could rap and get through a verse with relatively no breathing issues until we met Rod Bailey. Because it was <laughs> like if you were struggling a bit and you didn't get that last line out with enough breath, so you just, you'd be like, you know what, you don't really have to do that, you know. We can just punch you in right here and this and that. And before like, you know it, I'm like, I can get through shit. And I'm like, nah, I'm good right there, man. I'll, nah, I'll just jump. It was like steroids for this motherfucker. <laughs> it became a crutch. He would just be like two lines. Okay, punch me. I'm like, you can't do more. I heard pun. Big pun could not do more than two lines. Yeah, but he was like... A thousand pounds, <laughs> yeah, right? Bro. That in the middle of literally all those are punches. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, that's he's, there's, uh, we re- we recorded with his son Chris Rivers at Cut Down Studio. We got a mm. track that we never put up for some crazy. fucking reason. I don't know oh, why. Wow. Damn. Yeah. But we were we were like we were like while we were kind of chilling, smoking and shit. And I was like, I don't mean to like ask. He's like, you're gonna ask me a couple punk questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to play him like that. Yeah. Like he's he's, yeah. a, he's, he's an MC in his own right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And. And but he was saying he's like yeah he's like he's like you had to sit down and like yeah yeah it was like this and it was like (laughs) yeah for like four hours (laughs) yeah I believe it I believe it but you you were not pun you know what I mean but you just he got like this is he was so big on the sound that that's what that's yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does give you man it it gives you every everything is heard you're you're saying everything with the yeah I feel it though because like now every word every word you you've written is so important to you that you're like. Yeah. You want to project it in the proper way, and if, exactly. if anything can help light. you in that, you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm using mm-hmm. that. When we were with Freak Show at that time, it was like we were, they were just different. They were like, if anything, they were kind of like, just be mad expressive. We didn't, really, they didn't really care if it was like you were loud here, you splashed here. They would just, just have fun with it, and they were extremist in comparison to we were that way, right? Like we were very, very raw, very boom bap, and mm-hmm. it was like, like that. Where those guys were just like very much more experimental, like you yeah. know what I mean. And we yeah. didn't take in enough of that, I would say. Like we were, we were so rigid. 
that it probably would have been good if we had learned to kind of play with it a little bit more. Had a little bit more. And especially Sunil. Sunil was really, really... Sunil was one of those guys that if we lived in a bigger city, he would have been a megastar. He, he was lit, like really, really beyond his years in terms of how he knew how to put people. And being in the studio with him was just nuts, man. Like, like what you see in patience with him, like in the end of the video with just his tuke on and, and shirtless with gloves, that's him. <laughs> that's, that's him. You know what I mean? He could make magic out of, out of nothing. Even like our man there, like Dwayne, like he would be the same kind of way. Like you, there's certain guys who could just be like, if I had a big studio platform, wait till yeah. you see what I could really, really do. Yeah. But what they would make magic with next to nothing, Sunil was good like that, man. All the way. That's in the students group called uh, Fresh Fresh Alliance, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Talk into that microphone, man. When those, yeah, yeah, when these would be Fresh Alliance, I'll like, watch them dance, Flipside and Castle okay. days. Okay. That's the first time I ever seen guys do a dance move and turn it into. Before that, what a that them dance shows that you see those Super Crew or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to do these dance steps and turn it. They turned it into a car. They were like, oh, it was okay. crazy. Yeah, you yeah. you yeah. back then, who knew anything about like, that? What the fuck? But yeah, they were just creative. <laughs> like Transformers. They were just crazy guys and that creative a yeah. long time ago. When you hear about like, I think Biggie Smalls and um, and I think Buster went to school together. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. He just sounds ridiculous. Like these two superstars. Like, really? yeah. <laughs> like, what school is this? You know what I mean? Yeah. In, in my mind, it was exactly <laughs> like school. I think there's more. It was more than just that. I think there's more. I think Jay Z was there. Maybe yeah. at different times. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was probably yeah. the area. Older, yeah. it, that's it's it's, it's it's insane. And not that we're comparing ourselves to Busta and all those guys, but it was like to grow up in that time, these brilliant minds who yeah. just were yeah. just learning it at the same time. If and they somehow were ended up like, in the same spot. You know what I mean? And it was like, and in a way, if we all weren't crew, like all weren't, not liable crew, but you were on the same set. If, if we worked well together, but we never worked uh, mm -hmm. project-wise together, we probably could have done more. If there, was some, if there was like a couple older heads who were just like, listen, yeah. you guys have a way better shot of doing this together than you do individually. Yeah. It, it could have been a whole lot better because there was too much talent and no, not to say that no, no shot of those guys that they did, they've done their things now, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, still doing his thing, you know what I mean? Macro yeah. did his, but there could have been a whole lot more, a whole lot earlier. Yeah. If you're talking from a business standpoint, it definitely could have been a whole well, lot Well, and I mean, the biggest difference, too, is like, you talk about these, the, the schools kind of thing, but it's like, you're in New York, you're in the biggest city in the world. Yeah. You're just getting plucked from, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're the best doing it, and there's a lot of eyes on you. Yeah. Where it's like, if this is Winnipeg, it's like, these are the same thing that was happening, yeah. essentially. Like, we're no really eyes. good at what we do, but nobody's really watching, no right? Yeah. Like, and no. that's the thing. That's why you have to work together, because it needs to be... Big enough. You need to be huge just for somebody just to see people you. to see you. Just for somebody just to, to make see you. Didn't even know at that no. time, right? Because there was still no, you were still doing it because you were really just trying to rep mm -hmm. your section, man, your yeah. hood. And then it was like, if you got a little bit bigger, you could rep your city to some degree. And then you got bigger, you rep your whole country. But we weren't at in that, that at that yeah. point yet, right? So had we had had somebody who had a better vision, they would have been like, you guys are all very, very talented. This is what we need to showcase you as a whole team. And then just because you guys can come out, you know, together or however it works, you can get and draw a bigger crowd. Yeah. And just get the light on you. But yeah. to get that sh to get that light was not easy. No, not, not easy. easy at all. So so you guys make comprehension. Um, from there, you guys shoot that video, and that video yeah. gets you on much music. How does that come together? So I know you guys talked a little bit about the cat Who that, shot, the video? that shot that video. So uh, it was this dude named uh, Edgar Peters. He'd never shot a video before. Mood Ruff, Mood Ruff um, referred him to us. So he shot the video. 
Uh, we shot the whole video in one day at uh, two locations, so Central Park, West End, mm -hmm. and um, Sunshine Studio in the North End. Yeah, okay. Selkirk. So, yeah, yeah. so, so yeah. right. So <laughs> we did the whole video in one day. Um, That's pretty wild. He, we went into the editing suite. He, he got some editing suite. Um, we basically, he, he did some pre-editing, and he had some cheesy-ass, like, um, painting rollers. Like, transitions <laughs> were just, like, some mad cheesy commercial <laughs> yeah. shit. And I was like, I knew in my mind how important this shit was as far as the first presentation of The Shades, and I wasn't yeah. letting anyone fuck it up. And I was a kid with no patience. So I just basically took over and was like, I was, as long as you were good engineering, I could, I could create anything. So I was just like, okay, you have the knowledge, you know what you're doing, do it like this. Cut it off when he says this. He had the little timer, you know, the timer yeah, to yeah, make yeah, the, the mouth go right in. All. He was, I was like, okay, so do this, do that. He had a second guy working in there. And I don't know how long, probably two and a half, three hours later, it was completely edited. And that was like probably um, probably a m three weeks to a month after we actually shot it because the video was shot on film yeah, back yeah, then. And, you know, there's, they're worried about overexposure, underexposure to certain shit. And, um, and um, yeah, so anyways, we shot it, we edited it. Um, they submitted it, and they told us, okay, so it's either going to get optional, low, medium, or high. We'll see what, what happens. So we waited, and we heard that um, it was going to get high rotation. Mm. So we're like, cool. So the shit, so the shit, so, 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 like, Cool. We we don't we don't understand we don't yeah, really don't understand so really much, it's really, not right? it's not registering yet right yeah, so all of a sudden off. the shit is getting play and we're hearing somebody saw it we're like great somebody saw it and before you know it people are seeing this video at all times of day night evening it's starting to get requested you know they're like oh this group from Winnipeg they they got a lot of energy blah blah blah. Um, we didn't even understand. We were we were members of Manitoba uh, Music, and and people started to funnel through them to us, mm. you know, for opportunities. And and we're playing showcases. You know, we're traveling. We're on the road, and um, and and it made sense. Now that I think about it, just talking about it, why Mood Rough once they got established, they're like, it makes sense to put these guys on. Everything's in motion. Everything's in place. Yeah, right? yeah, the, yeah the we're not we're not taking right. something and putting it together. It's, it's already there. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah. they knew we knew how to structure stuff at that time. I missed the step when we were recording Comprehension. It was recorded in two studios, so it was recorded at also Treehouse Studio with um with uh, with CBG Chris Bergafni and Darcy yeah. Adamant. So yeah, Darcy okay. Adamant is an amazing engineer. This guy knew how to. Really, he would say shit like, yo, if he, especially with me, because I'm just monotone by nature, he'd be like, anything you do in the studio, exaggerate, because it's never going to come out. It's going to sound normal when it's recorded. Yeah, yeah. This is in your head, right, yeah, yeah. not as animated. And we were kids and still trying to come out of your shell. Yeah, yeah. 
these guys are always more, Biggs and Bad Manners were always way more animated than I ever was. So for them, it was, especially for Biggs, Biggs could do so much with his voice. He could fuck with his octave, speed it up, slow it down. He was like a car with like seven gears. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he could do it. So it was yeah, all, yeah. they loved, everybody loved recording him and hearing him. Me and me and um, Bad Manners were were, on, were not on that level as far as what we could do with our voices. <laughs> we had higher voices, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah I mean. So, 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 back then my shit was a lot more full, and it was intentional because I try to compensate with flow what I didn't have in my voice and my projection. Right? I mean, listening to your the first one versus that one, yeah, it, it sounds a lot better. It's structured, I feel like, a lot better. Like, it yeah. feels like like now we got songs, you know what I mean, yeah. a bit more yeah. on that record. Yeah. And you sound a lot clearer, yeah. especially when you go back to the first one. I feel like sometimes the beat will eat you up where it's sitting okay for you. Right. But it's probably because back then, they're setting the beat to where you're sitting, and then because you're not yeah. as animated, you're falling under it a bit, yeah. right? And then by the time the second one comes around, it, it yeah. does improve, I would yeah. say, a lot more. The, the first one, you know, it was... We didn't even, it wasn't conceptual. It was mm -hmm. just tracks with a lot of nice beats, you know. There was shit like he would, like Biggs was talking about his song Taylor Made. Mm -hmm. Pete Rock and CL Smooth were popping back then. And his beat kind of sounded like that. It was like a dreamy beat, you know. And um, I did Game From Truth. We had a track called Ill Compositions, uh, World Rap. There was the first comprehension song on there that had a bunch of artists on there. But it had no direction. By the time we got to comprehension, there were there were songs with subject matter and shit we yeah. were going through, and um, I actually right exactly, and I felt like the way Swift, because what we re-released isn't isn't the original order of the EP, oh, okay. right? But I said Swift because Swift is playing a part in this. I I said I want you to really feel like you have a part in this, not like I just told you what to do. So as a DJ, he listened to it and said, if I was playing this shit for the night, this is right. how I would have put it together. Interesting. You know what I mean? And to me, it sounds better than what the original was. I agree. And it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes it, a lot it, of sense. It makes it sense. It flows nice. Even the yeah. way the, the cuts are, it's like it actually adds something to the yeah. song. To you know it, sure. Yeah. Which, like, sometimes when a DJ gets a little too crazy, you're like, all right, man, just let it go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just let yeah. it rock, you know what I mean? So just let it rock. Whereas this videos, one, it was tasteful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all in the right. video. It was very tasteful. So you could definitely, where, where, do, they, where do cats uh, find that right now? That's on SoundCloud, right? Yeah, it's a free download on SoundCloud. Um, you can Respect. follow the Shades on the gram. Um, shades of Black underscore 204. Nah, you sell tapes, yo. You want to make some tapes nah, in 2019? Nah, 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 make some nah. tapes in 2019? I, <laughs> I give you my word, it won't be 10 minutes of blank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no hiss. You could take this shit to Toronto yeah, real yeah. quick. <laughs> it's, uh, it's weird because uh, you don't, like, even to those white moments, realize how much the progression was. Because let's say on all the albums that we did before when we one thing you were just trying to make things sound good when you were rapping on them, and then then we did the 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 the, the project with 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 Farm Fresh, right? Um, um, next school, next school next pioneers. Yeah. Same thing. You were just rapping on beats. It wasn't really conceptual. It was like the first verse to the last or the last track. They were just whatever. You know what I mean? But they were still getting us in 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 line to starting to grow as artists. 
And then when we did Comprehension, we weren't at a, at a spot yet where we were like, this track doesn't make it. You know what I mean? It was like, if you thought you were going to do 12 tracks, you just did 12. The most we would ever do was maybe change up a verse. Not me. Like, whatever, <laughs> whatever I wrote was what was going to go down. There'd yeah, be yeah. times I'd be like, yeah, man, maybe this, this, this doesn't really match what we're saying. And I'm like, that's unfortunate. That, that's unfortunate. <laughs> because I didn't have, I only wrote 12 verses. So either I'm on it or I'm not. Like, I didn't, I wasn't rewriting anything. It was such an effort to write it, but that's what it was. We didn't throw away tracks. We didn't do anything. It was like, yeah. if this track didn't match, yeah. it was on there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no there was, it didn't need to, but we did. So that was the progression. And as you get yeah. better and you get nicer, you're just like, this is still a dope track, but you, this isn't going to fit the product. Right. This doesn't fit the project, so it's just got to go. But we weren't at that stage yet, so mm -hmm. if it was nice and we were rapping on it, that was what that's was going to be on there. That's what yeah, you got. Yeah. And, like, and, and, and when, when Batman has moved, this is, like I said, when he moved back from Van, he was the first, like, he came from a big city, let's say, right, from Vancouver. Vancouver yeah, yeah. really wasn't making a lot of noise. It was, you know what I mean? But they were making noise. He'd already been in the studio, um... You and Check maybe were really, really cool. You, maybe, yeah, okay, wait. You, everybody. Let's tell your story. Yeah, so while yeah. they're doing all of this, yeah. what are you up to out there? Uh, it's, oh, I was with, um, actually, I was with me and my boy, C, Cecil, back. We're from Surrey. And you know these guys before you go Yeah, there, I'm just before I moved. Okay, my okay. family moved. It's too cold here. My mom was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe it's, it's, like it's, it's, it's like minus 43 right now. We're gone. We're moving. I my time here. So I grew up in Surrey, and everybody heard I wanted to make a name, so I started rapping all over and stuff. And then I met my boy Cecil there, and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna take you to this guy." So he took me to a, there was a checks. There's checks and this guy, this other dude. They were a group called All About Us at the time, AAU. Jeeps AAU. So then we all just were, came a click from Surrey, and they're always like, "Yo, we're going downtown." Fuck Emerson, you're gonna rap and you're gonna rap in front of Red and you're gonna kill Red. Because this young nigga can rap. So Red won. Red one. I was just gonna say, was like, are we talking about Red one from the Rascals? Yeah, because we're from Surrey. We're a bunch of rowdy guys yeah, from yeah. Surrey, whatever, and check that's me. A, shout out to the and going downtown, like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a track. We're gonna, yeah. you know, we're gonna make a so trip I, of it. But right? I looked and up. Surrey's to, nothing to play with. No. Like, no. nothing no. to play with. The first no. time I went to Surrey, I was like, man, this looks really nice. And then Merck was like, right there, that's where I got my fucking face slashed with a machete. I was like, Oh. I was like, well, it looks really nice in here. That's what I thought too. I was like, man, it's nice and green. The so another hood story, real quick. This, this guy was telling us stories about, yeah, man, when you got beef with people out here, they'll take a picture, like a Polaroid, click, click, and then dip on you because yeah. they were like, we want to make sure we know who no. we're going to shoot when, I, wow. when we come back. When I was in Toronto, it was like, guys were wilding out. If they got a problem, they were just like, let's just blast everybody in the crowd. Like, that's how it was. But in Van, they were like, no, we were real professional about it. They put you in the ocean. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, when I heard this thing the about ocean. the click, click, I was like, y'all ain't playing. Get his picture. No. Get his picture. Vancouver is not a place. Uh, Vancouver is a, is a crazy. I remember the first time I went there, I went with hood dudes. Yeah. And we went there to go meet somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I was just like, I was, I think I was on bail. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going in soon. Like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Took a stack and let's roll. Yeah. Got picked up at the airport in like an X7 BMW with oh, some yeah. like Damn. crazy looking dude in it. And I was like, whoa, like you guys are a whole nother level. Whole nother this is level. the guy you sent to pick yeah. up some guys from Winnipeg. I mean, yeah. you were doing yeah. good, but like yeah. 
this is the you know, this is the port, like, my guy. This is yeah. the port city. Yeah. That's yeah. When you realize this is crazy. That's when you're in the middle. You're in the middle. The thing gets dropped. This is where the shit comes from, my guy. It's a hold up. The price is getting more expensive. Right. So it was like the city was no joke, and it was like. He's a laughing, like I'm all joking and play around guy. The first time I was really out there with him, and I'm like, you know this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. I'm like, who's this dude? And I'm like, well, that dude's just a bodyguard for the other dude. You know what I mean? And everybody knew him, but everyone knew him and respected him because he could rap. Yeah, off the top. And, and, that gets you in a to, so many hood to be doors. Unbelievable. Like, Yo, this guy can rap. Yeah, to, like, and to be fair, top. like, I, being in parties, I want to drink with you. I want to laugh with you. You yes. know what I mean? Like, when yeah. we're at a party, it's like, oh, we at the right party. MC here, yeah. too. We're going we're gonna to have fun tonight. <laughs> from and that's And that's from time. Oh, from you know time. I mean? So you really, you do need to tell that story because it's like, he, we always talk about him from the Winnipeg side when he yeah. dipped and when he came back. Yeah. But it wasn't like he wasn't putting in work when he was out there because he understood the pro side of it. Because when he came back, when we were doing comprehension, he wasn't the same M that moved away. Mm. When he came back, he was like, yo, we Season have to two. shoot this video. How long, how long were you this. gone out there? Five years. Five years. Five. Because this is your kids, man. You're and you're, kids, I knew so this is like yeah. formative years. Time. You're gone yeah, from like yeah, high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah high school. I went to high school up there. That's right. Yeah. I moved from 14, came back. Yeah. Came back 14 still. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yo, not, every 20 still. I don't know what you mean. You learn how to drink yeah. here. Because he's like, the drinks are so cheap out here. You know what I mean? Compared to what it is in back, you oh, just go yeah. and he just go in. But when it came to the music, he was legit. He wasn't writing as much. You just freestyle and learn how to put the, the verses together. But he understood, like, because I think when you would check, you guys went to school, you guys learned how to do. Because we heard about this thing called Pro Tools. I'm like, what the hell yeah, is this Pro yeah, Tools yeah, thing? Yeah, like, yeah. that's like 2000s. Yeah, that's yeah, like around Pro the time. Tools, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's. that's, that's but I just learned about the structure and all this stuff about stuff with those guys watching Concise and Jeeps and. Rascals, everybody that's watching how they were doing things, and I moved back here, and Ooh. I had to hang out with all Kimo's those guys. A hit maker. Yeah, man, he got paid off at uh, Acon, or was that the Acon joint he did? Dangerous, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. dangerous. That's a smash. Though. That's, yeah. a, that's a, It's so hit. crazy when you hear yeah. like like Cash Crop, and then you're like, the same dude did this, and then did Dangerous. I'm like, you're a fucking chameleon. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that many hats. Yeah. And then I just came back and I saw everybody just doing nothing around the crew, and I was like. Well, what does he do? Because in that, I learned, like, okay, he makes the beats. He's the rapper. He raps. He does this. Everybody had something to do. Everybody had a job if they're in the uh, Yeah, room. and then when he came here, we just had a bunch of dudes who just hung out. Homie. Yeah. And just, hey, he's got the weed, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, we had, like, we had, like, what, 20 guys on stage for no reason? Yeah, for no yeah. reason, dude. And then, uh, and then I was talking to Len about it, and we're like, well, what do we do? Like, how do we, we need people. Like, instead of being 20 guys on stage, we wanted to be 20 guys who do something and <laughs> yeah. build something with the crew. Yeah. It yeah. would have been that'd better be, and bigger, be right? crazy. So I guess it was dead weight that got cut off. And then, that happens, though, see, man. Right? And I mean, like, I'm still friends with a lot of those people. When we started rising... It was like the first show. I think we had like fifty people there. Yeah, they none of them paid cover. They all drank on our. T- you know what I mean? Like, and they're the homies. They're still the homies to this day. But like you said, it's a business. I'm here to work. I'm here to maximize my time, my profit, and my impact. And I can't do that when I have the distractions that are around me. And better or worse, being infamous is, is kind of good up until that point where it like starts becoming a liability, and where you you can't get booked at the clubs anymore because. You're gonna fight because yeah. someone's gonna get hurt, and and they made so much money. You know, what's going on here? We having some difficulties? Oh, like my trouble. My yeah, lose the tail. There we go. We good. But yeah, you know, I mean, you have. I think it's cool to see that. Like, not cool to see. It's it's cool to have that comparison because we were the same way. Like we we brought our homies with us. Like, why wouldn't I? Like, 
you were in the studio for every verse I recorded. Obviously, I yeah. want you on stage, yeah. but then like two, three years down the line, you start seeing the way things work, and you're like, oh, this isn't the way you do it. Yeah. <laughs> this is not effective. This is not effective. This is a not effective attack strategy. Oh yeah, I want to. I want to. So, so from when you're out there, what do you like? You're still freestyling. You, you, you learn structure while you're out there as well, and you're bringing that back. Yeah, when you're end out up doing stuff like that. Because from from every time I see you, like off the dome, always crazy, crazy, and that's yeah. kind of where you. I feel like you operate in the most comfort, right? Like yeah. From a kid, I was just like, man, I ain't writing shit down. <laughs> so I was like, I write. Let me just do this off the slower. Talk about practice. Oh, yeah, exactly. Teachers used to always call, call my mom. Your son's always doing this thing and making noises, and so I'm just trying to rap in school. Right? I'm just like, psh, 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 psh. you know, they those things. You know, they really, yeah, they're, they're, they're like trying to set him to the social worker. And my mom, I think he's hearing voices. I don't know. And my mom just like he's that, whispering all the time. And they hear my mom back. She's like, it's the damn rap. <laughs> the damn rap thing there in the med, man. The damn rap. The hip hop. <laughs> they don't say hip hop. The hip hop. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I was just like, I really wanted to learn how to just. I don't know where I got it from, but I was like, it has to be a way. I know, it's the, laziness. The strange thing is, when I remember, it wasn't even for a project. I was just in Vancouver. And uh, I, th- I was in the studio with Checkmate. And I remember, I, I was just there for business. I just really wanted to go out there and get beats. We needed, we, we needed, we started to realize we need to get people who can produce beats for us in a way that sounds best for us. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, I was really, really against doing tracks with guys that I, even I, that I liked. Guys that I, we should have done tracks with just for marketability because I, was, I thought it was such a big deal for us to, to get in and get on with just our names, just being guys from Winnipeg. So no one could be like, oh, these guys put you on because right. you did right. a track with so-and-so, yeah. which wasn't a good idea. That's you know what I mean? Right. We should have yeah. maximized the opportunities that yeah, we had yeah. there in front of us because mm-hmm. it's almost disrespectful for these guys to be like, yeah, man, I want to fuck with you. Why didn't, why didn't you come check in for us? I'm like, I just want the beats from your man. And um, but anyway, I was out in van and we were doing our stuff. <laughs> and I, I'm here looking sorry. for the plug. Yeah, I'm just gonna be with the connect. It's like, yeah, it's not a problem though. It's just like it's the way it's, you take what you have, and that's that's what you know. We did, yeah. and, 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 and know how to operate. Yeah. And it's like that's your best way, even if it, it's the wrong way. Even if it was the wrong yeah. way, and it was. It's if true. I had somebody, that's a big the homie, best was way for you, best way for us. But we always. We, there were so many opportunities. There were so many things that we did where if we went this way, it would have done one thing. We went mm-hmm. the other, we would have done something else. Like yeah, even yeah. a small thing, like when we went, when, when Scott's talking about going in, when we did the comprehension video and, and, and showing up to do the editing, yeah. Edgar was like, why are you here? Rappers or whomever never does sure. the editing. And I'm yeah. like, you've never done a video. So how do you tell me what yeah. never gets done? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was weird because he was very, very literal. I remember when we were doing the video, he was... Where's the music? I was about to say this. I was about to say this. Run this, run this. So we're we're doing the video and he stops. He's like, stop, 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 stop. I'm like, what's stop for it? He's like, so how are we doing this? We need a guy with the ghetto blaster. I'm like, what for? He's like, well, where is the music gonna be playing in from the video? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. And I was like, the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> what do you this is a video. Everyone who's watching it knows it's a music video. You don't have but he was so literal because he was from the music. he was from the from the from the movie industry and TV. That was what he was doing. Here's a guitar sound, here's a guitar. Here's a guitar. Exactly. I'm like, don't worry, it'll be okay. But he's like, uh, you 
just, and he's literally looking in here. He's like, this, you just think the music's just kind of come from the sky? <laughs> You're like, yes. And I'm like, yes. 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 <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, this is but art. really, like, this is there art. wasn't a whole lot at oh, that time either. Like, How about we have the van? Remember the He bat? wanted all the shit. Going, like, turning the music. We're like, no. It's, it's unnecessary. Music. Unnecessary. No, we don't need to show these. And things. we lucked out <laughs> because... To the radio. Yeah, yeah. But if we let him do that, that's what we would have done. But yeah. if that was our first time, the same way that we got jacked at the LRN kind of thing, yeah. with the, we would have let him do it. Yeah, it yeah. might not have come off whack, but it would have been completely unnecessary. The, the editing for sure would have been whack. So, but I remember we, we were messing with these other guys. They were two brothers, like not black people, but like they were relatives. <laughs> they were brothers, like same mom and dad. They they had a remember they had a steady cam. They had that steady cam, and I remember that was a big deal because I remember even even Dow Jones. You know, I was like. You guys got the steady cam, and I'm like, "What is that supposed to mean?" He's like, "This is what <laughs> this is what they like use in the, the movies. Shock this disc. shit doesn't. It, like, he could be running with you, and it That's doesn't shake." And I'm like, "Well, I have no intentions of running." But <laughs> the guy was like, "He just showed out for us." He's like, "I like what you guys are doing. I'm gonna let you use equipment, and I'm not gonna charge you for it." I'm like, dope. "That's all I heard was dope. That's, dope. Dope. That's dope. That's all you I heard free, and it, and I knew it was a, a big the exact deal. opposite yeah. of that LNR shit, where it's the like, exact, "Yo, these guys are dope, and I have this, and I'm probably not doing anything." I'm gonna do with it. Yeah, let's bring it up. And he did it for us, man. And I was like, props. Like, you know what I mean? It was, it was yeah. so, about, be honest, I didn't know any better. But when, when, when Scott showed up to do the editing, had he not, that could have changed things for us. So the same thing with the every other decision that we were making. Maybe if I said, okay, you know, Chocolate, we're going to do a track with you. Sock, we're going to do a track with you. We probably would have done very, very well. Yeah, but it would have yeah. changed. For me, it would have soured things a little bit because it would have been like, you guys are only doing this big track because you had Chocolate on it. You had yeah, this big. Yeah. When in reality, you know what I mean? I just didn't think that was the right. But he was always... Always dope. Always I, straight I, you up. You know, like us. to be fair, I, I feel like I, that's I, always I, a Winnipeg thing. Bad it's idea. It's like we gotta do it for ourselves. <sighs> we gotta do it for, for better for worse. Better for worse. For better for yeah. worse. But, but it's gotta be us. There's, there's, there is an obligation for what we did to make it easier for the next guy. Mm. And yeah. the, it, yes. you don't realize that until you're on your way out. Yeah. So if you know that early and you're like, no, 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 let me lay down this path so it's just easier for you. So you don't get yeah. jacked. When you get jacked from a promoter, you're talking like he should have paid you five thousand dollars, but you got three. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the 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 percentage of getting fucked is, is less. You got yeah. three thousand at least. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they're gonna take if they're gonna yeah, take yeah, yeah, three hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. from me, you know at what I mean? At least let's learn from let's this learn lesson from it. and put you exactly. in a better position. I but agree. everyone seemed to do like we go this far, and the guys instead of just taking it from here and started and go with it, they started yeah. here and took a little bit of a you know learning, learning, and then like everyone starts to step below. Yeah. You should be. Five steps ahead of us because we took it that far, and your yeah. talent and your time lets you go that far. Everyone maybe takes it further than we 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 had done it, but As you should have started yeah. ahead of us yeah. because of, from where we where we left off last. But you don't do it because it's like the business side isn't always there. Mm -hmm. And I remember even one time saying the reps, I was like, "Yo, not everybody should be rapping." Not saying that not he shouldn't be rapping. I'm like, "But you got a real, real talent when it comes rap? to yeah. yeah." And I was like, "By the time you're done with this, man, whoever you're messing with." Try to try to structure it that way. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, if you're gonna be the, the guy who's running the beats, then just let that be that. Not everyone should be rapping. If you got 20 guys in your team and they're not all not doing something, that's one thing. But if there are guys, they 20 of them can't be rapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's just it's impossible. I, so yeah, you gotta yeah, honestly it. like, and, and you guys got into this a little bit about the the Witch Police podcast of like the, the state of the game and where we we came from and what we make as music, and that's like really all of us in the room, versus what's kind of being made now. And I think that speaks to that because it's like, not everybody should be rappers. No. You know what I mean? I, like, there needs to be some level where we don't just say good job to everybody. You know what I mean? Which is kind of something we're doing as a, as a society. It's like everybody gets a good, 
Right. Everybody got participation award type shit. Yeah. You know what Stars. I mean? Where it's like just did a hockey tournament. They didn't keep score today. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck are we here for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, me. Yeah. I, I woke up for that. I woke up for this. Yeah. I'm gonna tell yeah. them the score when this shit is done. Yeah, I did. Yeah. He's yeah. like, did we win? I'm like, no, you lost. You lost. He's like, and here's your stat line. I watched it all. Listen, bud. Stick on the ice. There's no, there's no benefit to that though. Like, just there's no benefit to being. Coddled, and I think that's what's what's cool about hearing your story, like so in depth, is that hearing that people were tested and that, but you didn't take it. Like I feel like now you don't even get tested in that way. Mm-hmm. So, so when you get to the big show, when you get to the real life situations, and all of a sudden there is a bully in the room, you yeah. have no, they have no tools how to handle it. No Whereas idea. like I, you're like, you know what I mean? Maybe I should. You did exactly what you had to do with what you had what at I the knew. time. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and like, also the upside to that is like you were able to look at it retrospectively and be like, oh, maybe I, I you know what I mean? Like I yeah. could have done it this way. Having like, that awareness. Learning, learning that way, right? We, like, we, we touched on a little bit even another odd decision when we could have dropped Man Enough and we decided to do Echo because we thought Echo had a higher chance of being played in the club. When in reality, most Canadian tracks didn't get played in the club anyway. anyway yeah. And Man Enough, just based on time, that was... Grassroots, the grassroots was that was their beat last beat they ever made. Ooh, you know what I mean? Man. And it, I thought it was a good track, but we were like, it was too slow. It was yeah. too slow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, was, I didn't, I, I, that was a mis- that was a mistake. That was another mistake. Um, we got, 2020 though. You yeah, know it's I mean? very, very. We, the, we did Canadian Music Week. We got booked for two shows, which no one ever got booked for never, two shows. Never. I don't know how that happened, yeah. but they booked us for two shows. But the girl that was was. It's almost like against the rules. Like you get one showcase. You get one showcase. And there's there's levels of showcases. You get like yeah. the daytime one. Like yeah. Like, and then you get like the, the Friday night, the Saturday night. Right. You're like closing or just close to that. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, we it's fucked good, that good up. Look. We fucked that up too. So it was like I remember. The girl that was working for us, I don't, she just happened to see us. I don't know how, I know how she ran up on us. It was weird, but I didn't know her backstory. But anyway, so she was like, yeah, I'm going to be your manager. We'll take, I'll take care of you and all this and that. And I just wasn't really, I just didn't really believe her. You know what I mean? I didn't understand her story. She was like, I can get you guys on Delicious Vinyl. That was where um, Far Side was on. Yeah. Um, She was doing all this stuff, you know what I mean? And she was out in New York. And I just, I was like, you got to show me something. And then when we were doing, she was like, oh, don't worry, I got you the showcase for, for the Canadian Music Week and all this and that. Like I said, no one I knew even knew of her, never mind the fact that she's doing all these things, right? So she gets us a showcase. I, didn't, I just didn't think it was true. So the other one was what we decided to do, deal with. And we tore that show up, that show up. But then I came to realize we did actually get booked for another show. It was, just at, it was almost at the exact same time or like an hour yeah, difference yeah, or whatever. It didn't but it didn't make sense. And like, I don't know you yeah, and I don't know if don't this know. is real, so exactly. I'm not trying to waste yeah. my time or but, risk it. I don't, but she was like, I had people there to see you guys. Damn. You guys did a good show at the other one. Um, and the reason why we did the other show is because everyone from Toronto was doing that one. It was like Chocolate, Cardi, all those guys were yeah. there. And we were like, we know these guys and we know they're going to get a buzz and all this and that. But we, we know them. So we know that when they come out to our show, they're not going to be fronting on us. All these other things, right? We tore the show down. But the other one was the business one. Yo, okay, hold up. I'm going to pause this real quick because there's an important lesson there for all the kids if you're going out to these events now. Because these things are still running. Uh, Breakout West, uh, Canadian Music Week, all that shit, right? So there's there's those shows where it's like the biggest people are going to be playing, and that's where there's going to be a lot of people there. The downside to that, though, is they're not there to see you. They're they're there to see to whoever's playing. Now, you might catch some fans. You impress those people, you're going to catch fans. But... 
Sometimes the business is in the room where nobody is. The business mm. is and they're there. That, that no one's seen ain't that. nothing. Exactly. Yeah. He's ain't like, nothing I want to get the next thing. Yes. I'm looking, looking for, for that. Yeah. Yes. And if you're in that room, He's like, I you found catch that a weird plug. Yes. yes. So all I'm gonna say to the kids is, don't be afraid to catch that weird plug. Tony is such a G with that <laughs> shit. Like I remember one night he was, uh, under the weather or he had his kids or something, and me and Steve were here and he's like, "Yo, you have to go to this show." No, you don't want to go, but you have to go there and just like talk to this dude. It's just you have to do it. And we were like, we're like humming and hawn, humming and hawn, and we're both like, kids, no, we have to fucking go do this. Yeah. But the the thing that I'm saying is like having someone that like him that like that's his position. He's like, I ain't trying to rap. He's like, I'm gonna tell you right. how to like. This is your goal. Yeah. Let me show you how. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, I know you don't want to go because you're at the studio and you're smoking weed. Yeah. And you're making your fucking rap songs. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yo, yeah. I can't go. You know what yes. I mean? Like, you I, that's the room I'm supposed to be in. I I remember that now. My my yeah. I was at my grandmother's funeral. I was like, I can't go. I like, I'm at. I yeah, can't was, fucking leave. Can't you know, you know what I mean? I yeah. and I put it on Steve that way. I was like. I'm at my grandmother's funeral. I need you to go. Oh yeah, this. it seems like he played. <laughs> I played the card. I'm like, you need to go. I guess right we gotta now. go. Yeah. You need to go talk to this man. Let him know who you are. Let him know what the fuck we're doing because I can't go. And that's what he did. And that shit means something at the end of the day. Because then when it you should. come up again or they see your name somewhere, it's like, oh, that was that kid that came up to say hi to me in Winnipeg, yes. in fucking yes. Winnipeg, because yeah. they had only been there yeah, once all bought, year. Came and bought me a drink. Yeah, talked yeah. to me. Yeah. You. I don't know if everyone really gets. That part, I was always so naive in thinking that my verses or whatever was going, or like collectively, our verses is what was going to get us the signed music, or get the, the music. music. But that's not really no. what it is. Mm-mm, that's no. a percentage. It's nepotism, man. <laughs> Yo, no. Let, let yeah, me tell man. you something. How many corny cats are, you know what I mean, making money off because they know how to play yes, the game. But that's why. And that's the balance. When you're like, I'm not corny. Well, not that. No one ever no, knows no, no, no. they're corny. They never have a clue. <laughs> like, corny rappers have no idea that they're <laughs> yeah, corny yeah, rappers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they just. If they have. They just. They don't have any. Don't they don't ever have a say dude. that fucking name in my studio. <laughs> don't ever fucking say the name of that so, fucking group. Yeah, it's a funny. It's a funny thing, right? So it's like you're like, if that guy is whack, why aren't I on? Because you don't know the business. Yeah. Right. You always hear guys talk about the music business, but they should call it the business and music and all this and that. But it's like you don't really, really know it until you see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or or it passes. You see it. How do you? You don't really get it. Yeah. You don't like. You don't. You don't even see it. You're yeah. you're the artist. Like I yeah. hate like, but like you're the talent. Like that's yeah. why you. The people that are the most successful usually have like that one dude that's like, "Look, I can't do what you do, right? But let me give let me, me let me take this. And I'm gonna bring it over here. Yep. You know what I mean? That's like, like even with the, bring it back to Surrey, Stomp Down Killers, Ryan from Effin, Capital Q, two dudes, rarely ever heard of them. That's the reason why Snack, Merc, everybody oh, is is coming up yep. and, and reaching the success, especially Merc, for example, that he's hitting now because he never had to. He always had to like a, a, a go between yes. between, even yeah. at a young like you know he came up, but he had someone like Snack to teach him. But he had that, yeah. and he never had to like deal with the promoter really. He no. did on his first couple tours like everybody does, but now when Merck comes, he's got a team it's covered. Him. It's already like, covered. He's got a merch. He's got so yeah. all he has to do is put a good fucking show on and make sure he makes yeah. it back alive to make the next fucking yeah. record. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And he's completely that 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 freedom. That's his zone to be that's the artist that they can now. Sell. And that, that was always my point. It's like that's the position that I can play, and that's the intermediate. Like my thing was always like, I want y'all focused and creating as much as yeah. possible. So let me take all the bullshit. I don't like the bullshit. You don't like the bullshit. 
but you can do that, so let me fucking take all the bullshit, and we'll figure it out. You know what you I mean? See, like, you hear about it on a different level, like on football. In football, they're, they're like, oh, how does this defense play so fast with all these young kids? Because they're like, well, okay, instead of having you read, is this going to be a short, or is it going to be, are you playing cover four? What, 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 who are you covering the flat? No, 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 no. Just tell him, you run the court. You rush the quarterback. You can play on the run and on the way in. You, you shorten their playbook, basically, and you're saying, yeah. this is what you, this is why we brought you here. Mm-hmm. If you are a guy who rushes the quarterback, I'm not going to tell you to drop back. Do what you what you were here to what you were brought here to do. So it's like the the concept of a exactly. (laughs) So when you you when you you hear about this concept of role players, it sounds like it's a disrespectful thing, but we all have a role to play. You know what I mean? And if you play it and you know you're in that lane and that's your zone, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's like you can't win the game alone. You can't win the game alone. I heard I heard a parent say that today to his boy because his boy's (laughs) real good. Yeah, his boy's like real good. And he's on my kid's team, so I love him. Yeah, yeah. He scored like twelve goals in one game today. But that he his his dad was super cool. He's like, hey man, like, cause we played like two games today. In the second game, his dad goes, hey, make sure you pass. Yeah. We scored so many goals, but now let's pass. Yeah. So we're gonna pass. Always yeah. remember, you can't win the game alone. Yeah. And I remember I looked Message. at him and I was like, damn. And he's early, oh, yeah. Man, that's a really good, that's a like, good early good lesson. Early <laughs> <gem right laughs> there. Legit, legit. And he said it so genuinely, like, you can't win it alone. And yeah. I just it was one of those weird moments. The kid was like, I know. And that game, like, literally, that's the kid yeah. scored, but. He yeah. did try to set up like kids that aren't as good, right? You know what I mean? Because he's like, well, whatever. I can't win it alone, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? When you understand that concept, it's yeah. very important. If I can help make you better, especially when we'll you're talented be at something, and you have to check your egos at the door in a group. Yes. You know what I mean? Like your thing might be your voice. Yeah. His things off the dome. Yeah. His things like the, the nod, right. like the storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's understanding that, yeah. When it comes to a storytelling song, you're not going to touch it's him. Not me. When it comes to freaking rah rah, he's not going to touch right, you. Right. 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 When it comes to the party vibe and like. You know, your strong you know where you are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he always trying to shit on himself. He always, uh, he always trying to until until we do a show like when we did. Uh, I think we were in Victoria, and this was right before. Swollen was on and off, on and off, on and off. But before they really became like That's when Mocha was swollen, Mocha was just he he was he was just kind of fucking with um, Sony. We'd do these shows, and Mocha would be there as a solo artist. And uh, did he leave? Did he, he left. He, he didn't stay there long. Yeah, he didn't stay with that situation long. He was, this is right before they blew up as a group. He yeah. was solo. He, he was solo. They put him on, and then he went solo again. But we'd be on the road with Mood Ruff, and we'd run into this guy. Mm-hmm. And we'd be like doing three or four shows. This guy'd be on the road wearing the same clothes for like three to five days straight, grinding. grinding. I, road he had to respect his hustle because this guy was doing the shows and somehow get it by. I don't know what the hell <laughs> he was doing, but um, he's a true hand to hand. He was a hand to hand hustler though. Like yeah. yeah, even how many like beat tapes he puts out. Even to this day, I follow him on Instagram. He's got a tape connector, a CD connector. He's like, yo, I got a hundred of these because he's got like. Ten thousand fucking songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's like I got more. Yeah. Here's the Tuesday more. fucking 2016 yeah, yeah. afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Team, you know? <laughs> but props to him. He's got people that that want to support yeah. that. Yeah, man. We did a show. We did a show, and I remember we were doing it. We were like semi touring with Farside, and I remember we were doing the show, and it was like, so Mocha's there, us, Mood Rough. And parts of Farside, right? Like not everybody was there. Yeah, yeah, Basically, yeah. that's how they still touring. That's how they still doing. So parts of Farside were there, right? So then we were we were doing the show, and then I remember I don't know, we must have been gone or something because we were like, got to keep the show going. 
and we did. I don't know. I don't freestyle much, but I remember we 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 were like, we we're went. Out of music. I'm out of music. I'm like I, I got, got shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like now it's this is you. E. This yeah. is your, this is your thing. Yeah, 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 so he comes out there and him and Mocha going back and forth. We're all doing our thing. We're crushing it. But he tore the house down, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? He really, really, and, and I was like, he was legit in his element, man. Like, were you playing with the crowd? And when you're out of music, and we, you, you're doing more verses than you have beats, yeah. it was like, that's really what it was. And we were going off. Everyone's beat, and we're going back and forth. And then it was, uh, it was, a, it was a hell of a show, man. It was, it was one of those weird shows. I remember that was that one time. I used to do this thing. It was just being all nasty. I stand in front of the crowd, and I'd have like a water bottle and be like, who wants to drink this water bottle? And I'm all squirting in girls' faces. And I'm like, yeah, you up next. You up next. And this fucking dude's like, oh, yeah, give me the water. I want water. Do you think that plays at a show in 2019? <laughs> uh, no. Not for me. No. Uh, <laughs> No, I it was like a Tony moment. Where I was like, Tony, I want to do this. You'd be like, No, mm-hmm. fucking crazy. <laughs> no, that's gonna get you arrested. You know what I mean? And it's like, I remember this dude was like, Give me, I want the water. I'm like, Here, take the fucking water bottle. <laughs> yeah, I squirt this shit in your mouth. You crazy? Yeah. <laughs> it was real. Story. Oh, Toy Stories, man. 20, 20 girls and one dude. <laughs> it's fucking awkward. I remember we were we were like, and we this is you're in Victoria, right? And we we were late, and they were like, this is in Victoria. Oh, you're on the road. We're on the road, and this is happening. Oh, yeah, road stories. So it was like I remember we couldn't even get back. To, to the mainland. We couldn't get to back, back to Vancouver. Yeah, and we were like, where are we going to stay? Ferry, yeah. Where are we going to stay? And then Mocha's like, Mocha's like, when we wrote, we did a song about where are we going to stay? <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. But for Mocha, that was every day because that yeah, dude yeah, yeah. was no joke. He was, he was a hobo. He's a hip hop Yeah, hobo. man. Yeah, he was just like, hobo. yo, you know what we do? We sing about where we're going to go and somebody's going to tell us to come over. Like. Basically. <laughs> that was, it was no big deal for him. I was yeah, like, yeah. no, man, I need to know where we're going to stay. I need to know where we're going to stay. And where? Where? Give me an address. You can just make something up right now. No, but I just need to. Someone needs to lie to me at least. Someone needs to lie to me, make me feel good about what's gonna happen later on the night. Cause oh, I was yeah, like, it's a spot on Fourth Street. Okay, quick, I feel good. I feel yeah, good. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Cool. Tell me we're on Skid Row anywhere, but don't don't let me just think this is just gonna end up. With like, that. I will figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I'm yeah, like, I don't like that attitude. No, it was uh, no, it was, it was, it was a funny me. night, but yeah, you're right. Everybody plays their role. And that's just, 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 just what it is. And I would hope if by now, and I think it is obviously better, where guys get, mm-hmm. this is how it works because everything costs money. You're in the studio, and if you can absorb that cost by buying your own product and your mm-hmm. own material, so be it. If you got your own studio, that's even better. That's like way ahead of the game, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. but it took a long time to get that kind of mentality yeah. kind of rolling, right? So, um, and when you think about it, you know, you're, you, like you said, you bring your boys to the shows, and that's really, really good and all that at first. But then if, if they believe in you, they understand them more than anyone else knows how much it actually costs you because you tell them. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. to your fans, let's say, right? Like, mm. you, you, I remember even the first time when we were on the road with Freak Show, I remember Ismail is saying this thing to me, man. He's like, I am motion when I am performing. I'm Ismail everywhere else. And I was like, the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> But 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 it was the truth because he was like he's like I'm like a wrestler I am doing this entertainment for them and this is that's what I put out there and I'm like yeah yeah you know what I really really feel and I understood the business piece of it too right like I was like yeah because it was like I didn't tell all of my life story when it came to music these guys were always like you should tell these stories I'm like I don't know (laughs) you're like uh, I'm not gonna do that how long how how many years has it been (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) not gonna tell them (laughs) so it was like it's it's funny. 
Nah, I ain't doing all the dirt. So it was like, but there, anyway, but there might be some dirt going there on. There might be some dirt going on. I respect no. the. I'm the dude in the this studio. Guy's like, always like, don't snitch on yourself. Yes, never don't snitch on yourself. yourself. Quite like, easy to do it. You know what I mean? You laugh at people easy. who, who drag snitch on themselves, but you're like, you literally put it on wax. It makes yeah, no sense. Bobby Schmurda's coming out. <laughs> yeah. Like next year. Yeah, yeah. Excited in a minute. In a minute, right? Yeah, That's gonna be yeah. big. Yeah, he's big. 2020 is on. That it's happening, man. That's gonna be a big moment. It is. Definitely. You know what I mean? And he'll, he we'll see learn. what we'll see what happens. Like I hope oh, he was somebody young. there for him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, like, he's gonna be like twenty six when he gets he's, old. Yeah, he's gonna be like twenty seven. Twenty six. At the at the at the oldest, he's gonna be like twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, yeah. his time didn't pass though. Right? We all got. No, nah, he was on that uh, Takashi album. Oh, Stupid. Yeah, but yeah. On, the, on the phone. But that still kind of went well, up. Snitch nine. It's crazy because I used to I used to like everyone's like, oh this guy's a like and I'm like the boom bap guy. Like yeah. I cannot stand most of the music, but I I was going to the gym at the time when I first heard Six Nine and I was like, Bro, this is like fucking like you know, East Side three six, like like I don't know, yeah. it just gave me that like like, yeah, 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 yeah. Turn yeah. the club up. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. that, but in 2018. Yeah. Right, right. So, but fuck him. He's a rat. <laughs> yeah, the rat. The rat. No, he's over. All right, man. So I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for coming through and telling that story. I think it's crazy. It's, it's, it's dope to see how much you did, how young you did it, how far you've taken it. And yeah, I, didn't know uh, you I just want to salute you guys. Like 13, 14. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea it was that young. Studio and, like, and club, basically, can you think about it? The studio came in after the club. Right. Yeah. Or before the yeah after the club because yeah, we were in the club yeah. before then right that's yeah, what got us into the studio club yeah, at thirteen yeah. which is yeah. why these guys thought they could play you, yeah. you know like what I mean the picture yeah. your mom not like it like how did you pitch that to your mom? like where were you at the what was the excuse but like, it's like, like your cousins are y'all cousins so and so yeah they were they were working nights so it's it's easier when you work nights. Yeah, like since mom would work nights, I'm sleeping over at so and so. And like, and you know, like, older cousins. Yeah, you got older cousins. Yeah. I'm at Chubby's house. Chubby yeah. gonna take me out. So it's like you get that pass. You get that. Do you know what the funny thing like, is? Right. Now that I think about it, we never did run into our parents in the club because they're still young enough to be in the club. Yeah, they had yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. My my dad would have been in the club. Yeah. So it's like if I had ever been dumb enough to show up to an after hours. I would have ran into them. Yeah. And if I was like... But you oh, knew that. You're like, we're never going We're never going after <laughs> And I also knew never... Like, it would be easy to get money back if I was like, yo, you're, this is my dad. They'd have been like, okay, we're going to pay Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, we're going to pay you the money. But I was like, I don't want that. I don't want to pay that. If <laughs> my dad's plans out, <laughs> it's going to be way worse That's than whatever it was. That's what the money stops for everybody. Keep the money. Keep the money. Keep, keep the money. The Oh, you know my dad? Just yeah, tell him just, I wasn't just here. Just tell him I heard him. No, I'll pay you money. You just, <laughs> just tell, don't tell him. So, it, yeah. You keep it, forget it happened. It never <laughs> happened. Like, we were mad young, and that's probably why they were like, they knew they would have us, because they were like, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, they got that you. You're not supposed to. That I'm supposed to be <laughs> you, know like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, there's only so far you can go, but it, uh, like I said, you learn these lessons. And I just hope, like even from this interview, like, if there's anybody coming up and your kids, like legit kids, that's if you want to make this in this in this any kind of entertainment industry, you got to know you can't just keep repeating the same foolishness. Mm. So if you are a team of five, six, ten guys, you're all not gonna. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work that all five, ten of you guys are gonna rap. So if you really believe in it, you all your boys should pay to get into the into the club. To your, to your Yo, side. I hate that homie deal shit, man. My homie Bubs showed me this thing, and it was like the homie deal shouldn't exist. Shouldn't. If it's your homie and he's doing something for himself, you should pay Support. what the fuck it costs. Yeah, yeah. No, I hit him up and be like, "Yo, bro, can I get a deal?" It's bullshit. Like, what? No, it's bullshit. Do you want deals? Listen, pay for my show right now when it's five, ten, twenty bucks, whatever the scenario is. 
And if this thing blows up like it does, we're going around the world, man. You ain't yeah. gonna pay it You're still paying five, ten bucks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Life is gonna be easy. <laughs> no, what do you mean? It's like, yo, bro, so <laughs> yeah. a, lot of, a lot of it, too, was like, we would tell dudes, like, you know, and I won't say any names, but like, you tell like a, a dude that's coming with you in your entourage, he's like, yo, sell, sell the t shirts. And he's like, I ain't selling your fucking. Like, this guy yeah. rightfully goes out on the street and makes fucking 50, 100 yeah. bucks a night. So I get his thing, but it's like, I'm not asking you like a punk. No, I'm man. saying I got all these damn t shirts. Yeah, man. I need to sell the fucking yeah. t shirts. I'm gonna be on stage. You're gonna be here anyway. Like, yeah, in, in a way, a they're profiting off of you, whether they think it or not. They coming into your show. Everyone's coming to see you, and they're just like, "Yeah, that's my boy on stage." And they're getting a what off, whatever yeah, the hell is coming. Girls. And all these girls, all this. Want to come to the party? Exactly, yeah, all of that. You know what I mean? Shit. And I'm like, why don't we just all do this thing together, collective? Yeah. You know real. what I mean? Let's do this as and a co-op. Maybe you turn into the graphic designer that now designs my t-shirts. Well, exactly. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. All of that, right? So. Yo, for the youngins, get a team. Get a team. Get a team. You can't yeah. win the game by yourself. There's no I in I like, team. I like the way you said that, though. You got six dudes in the cat. Not all of you are rappers. When's the last time you walked into the room there's six rappers? I mean, maybe now. Now. <laughs> As uh, I'm saying Thursday. that, but there's probably like six rappers here. But like, that doesn't happen. Like, you're not all good at rapping. Some of you might be, you're really good with numbers, great. guess what? You can help out with the books or whatever it is. There's you know no, what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's a job no that's that. much yeah. better for you. 100%. And don't, there's no shame in that. Say there's actually a lot of game them. in that. There you go. <laughs> well done. All right, Very on that, nice. I'm going to wrap it up. <laughs> where, do we find, where do we find you guys online? That's you. That's you. Uh, on the gram. <laughs> on the gram. Uh, who is Len Bowen, Shades, uh, Shades of Black, underscore 204, Facebook, um, SoundCloud, Twitter. Twitter, this is Len Bowen. Um, really, I'm the only active member of the group as far as still putting in work in the studio. Mm -hmm. uh, the Shades. Flex the, on them. The Shades. <laughs> uh, the anniversary edition is basically, you know, us just trying to build awareness of of a of an era that's passed in the city, but it was a it was a great era, and there was some phenomenal talent at the time, and and they're still great. So, but yeah, shades Len Bowen, YWG two hundred four. That's the brand. Um, you know, uh, check out um, Mister. Talk to the people, guys. I need a new North End hat before he talks. You need to bring. You need. I'm gonna say it on record. You need to go print your hats and bring as many North End hats to Hood Hoppers. Oh yeah, I'll be back. Oh, Yo, Bob's, I'll be back again. Yeah. That's right. We're supposed yeah. to link. So yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to, I had to <laughs> say it because he, if he's gonna listen to this shit, be like, "Yo, you never said nothing, bro." <laughs> so yeah, you can follow me at ywg underscore two hundred four. You cop that city shit from me. He makes fly shit. Come oh, check yeah. me. Always the flies. He would have always the flies. More clothing than records. Oh. You know what I mean? Honestly, oh, yeah. honestly, I bet you we, if, if it were we were like doing it right now, they'd probably be like, "We'll, we'll book you guys." Yeah. yeah. So his gear is on point now. Which is that, that's like when we went to a show to sell CDs, we ended up selling more shirts. Yeah, yeah that's the game right now, it's and everybody's weird, got right? a game. So yeah. go check them out. The YWG. Thank y'all for coming out. I'm happy to sh to share the story with all of y'all. Appreciate to have us. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. Peace, guys. Oh, peace. peace. We out. Oh. <laughs>